Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Married Men Don't Talk Talk Show. I'm your host, Darren Smith, with my co-host, Rodney Turner and Tony Hawkins. Tonight's topic, uh, insensitivity. We want to go over a couple of rules. There's no cursing. Uh, we're not going to bash anybody. We're going to respect every man and allow them to talk as freely as they want to. But we're just going to ask everybody to respect each other's time and respect the clock. And uh, just a couple of announcements. We got um, we got the Married Men Don't Talk show. We're we're hosting a Marriage Madness at Maggiano's in March on March 22nd, Saturday at five o'clock. Mark, and uh, you can go down to uh, uh, the Ultimate Dating Couple Couples Night at uh, Meetup, or you can go to householdstress.com and look at our dating night. So tonight's topic is insensitivity. Now originally I came up with this topic because I was looking at, I had some, a couple of incidents that I was hearing my partners talk about uh, and I was going through with my wife, but I thought that I was being insensitive to her because that's what she told me I was I was being. So a couple of my partners, I asked them questions, you know, Malcolm being on the phone. I don't know if you want me to use a real name. I'm sorry if I did out of, out of context. Uh, but my man, one of them is on the phone right now, but, uh, but the definition I had to start out by looking up the definition of insensitivity, and it's simply put that means unfeeling. Now, most of the time it's mostly the – I started out writing this show because I was concerned about the men being insensitive to their wives. But as the days and the weeks went on, I found out that it was more men that was feeling that their wives was insensitive towards them on the way they worked, uh, the way they come home, the way they do the kids and cook dinner, and the wife still don't appreciate the man. So I like to first start off to say, you know, and ask, you know, so what makes a man so insensitive? Or is it the woman is more sensitive towards you guys? What do you think? Anybody? I don't think it's a man that's insensitive, but by nature. I think that it could be equal. I just think that sometimes that they look at us to be this macho person all the time and we don't have, you know, uh, uh, the right to be insensitive at times. So when we are insensitive, well, I mean, not insensitive, sensitive. So when we are sensitive, it's it's kind of frowned upon, by the way. And it's hard for her to, you know, handle it. That makes sense. But anybody else? I was asking because it, it, it does it equate to an unloving childhood or an abusive childhood or no father in the past relationship or bad relationships? I mean, what does it equate to? I think it, to me it means inconsiderate. Hmm. Okay. So is that more so that the woman is being inconsiderate towards a relationship with her husband, or is it more more vice versa? Well, I guess it could be you know it could be uh, any number of things uh, that have to do with um, I guess the intimate relationship. I mean, when I say intimate, I mean within close quarters or close quarters, like within a household. So it could I guess it could be towards a relationship. It could be towards a person's work. It could be towards um, it could be towards a person's expectations. And consider okay. it towards a person's expectations. And you should know, in my opinion at least, 
especially after you've been with your spouse for a long enough time, you should kind of know what their expectations are. And if you don't really either um, take them seriously um, enough to learn them and respect them, I, I, I think that's being insensitive. Okay, so so how would you fix that situation when you're trying to to, to communicate that with your wife? You know, if you're if you're trying to let her know that hey, you know, um, I don't appreciate because a lot of time our communication can go sideways and we ain't even trying to take it there. We really just trying to let them know that you don't really care for a certain thing, and by them not taking you serious, that could be considered insensitive. Me, you agree? Yeah, I, I agree. And in my case, um, I'm a very, very um, persistent person, and I have a whole lot of stamina in that regard. But I'll eventually just give up and just more or less ignore if if it's not being received, if um, my message is not being received, and I'll just kind of just lose. Um, I just won't give them kind of don't give her no more credit, and just don't expect it from her no more. So how is it And basically ignore my wife. So how is that going to aid the, or help the marriage? Because it, it, it seems like that will create another problem if you just go around ignoring your wife. <laughs> you know? It seems like you have another problem on your hand because you're just not saying anything to her, or you're not, you're not, you know. Um, being sensitive to what she's saying, and if you sit up here and try to ignore, then that's going to bring in another problem. So, so what if she was insensitive towards you and didn't make it right? That's what the that, well, that's what the the case is, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and didn't make it right. Never came back and said, "Okay, I was insensitive." Uh, you know, my part in whatever I said or whatever I did, I apologize for insensitive. So she didn't make it right. So what do you have to talk about at that point until that's taken care of? Well, for me, if I don't feel like I can have a, an honest and sincere conversation, then I just don't care to have one at all. So I'll just keep it moving. And, I mean, I'm I'm committed to marriage, so neither one of us are going anywhere. But I have a lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on anyway, and I'll just focus on that stuff. Mm-hmm. I agree with you 100%. But how is, how does that help help the marriage? I'm trying to figure out. You know, now you two people. Can you do that, Kevin? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I thought somebody was saying something. Okay, what I'm saying is, if you got two people being insensitive towards one another's feelings, now you in the house divided almost. Well, it's not so much uh, towards um, feelings. It's towards, ex- in my case at least, it's towards expectations. And then I guess at the end of the day, maybe um, emotions may come and inv- get involved in the sense of irritation, but not so much bashing feelings, but just not understanding a person's expectations when at this point you should. After you saying they should know you after so many months or so many years of marriage. Yeah, yeah. And if you and if you know the person don't like something or you know you have you you have certain expectations from your mate 
and they don't follow through with those expectations, then then it turns into a that that's a sensitive area you're saying. Um, it's an a, an offensive area. Offensive, okay. So what about? And I had an opportunity to talk to somebody in my family this week. Um, the situation is he lives in in a house. He moved in his wife's house before they were married. Okay, now now that they're married, she still in argument says, "This is my house. You can get out." Mm. Um, do you think what duties of a husband does a husband have, and if he moves into his wife's house? Because that holds a lot of weight. I noticed it holds. That's not the only conversation I had with a guy who moved with a woman, moved into her house, and once she get mad, it's her house. If she want her kids to move back in her house, her kids are moving in her house. Now, if he want one of his kids to move in their house, it's a problem. Is his name on the property at all? Or did he just literally move in and it's still, you know, under her name, the deed and the mortgage and everything? Right. It's one of those situations. The deed, the mortgage, that was all her house, and he was renting an apartment, and they agreed, hey, let's move in. Yeah, let's get engaged, and they got engaged, and, oh, let's get married. They got married, and now he comes to, you know, <laughs> he comes to trauma. I don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with the situation. I think everything happened the way it was supposed to happen. He moved in. It's her house. He didn't put his name on it. He didn't say, uh, hey, uh, let's own this house together. You know, he didn't do any of that. Uh, and now he's got uh, the owner of the house who's very emotional, and, you know, first thing she throw up is it's my house. And I think that situation played out pretty much the way them situations played out. But that doesn't happen a lot on the other end. If a man moves a woman in, do that to her. Well, I don't think so. I think it happens on both ends. I think if you move in and your name is on the house, I mean, some dudes are like that. I mean, you may not have heard of it, but I've definitely heard of it. Some guys use that title, you know, hey, you know, you can hit the road. Well, when a dude get mad with his wife now and tell her to get the set. Yeah, I mean, if she, you know, they have a heated argument or something like that, uh, yeah, that could be, I definitely heard of that being used, thrown out before. Uh, Especially if the wife doesn't work. It don't matter if her name is on it. Well, that was the problem. He moves in, and he's paying all the bills. He's controlling Of course he is. Huh? Of course he is. Right. If he's contributing... Then why should she, why should she be insensitive and say, you know, hey, this? I mean, but house, he set himself he set himself up for that. No doubt, no doubt. I blame him for that. That's all him. No doubt, no. That's a that's a classic. Um, that's almost mark. like a rookie move. That's almost like a rookie move right there. That's a that's a that's a ball. I got a ball and three red cups. Fine, what a ball is. He's he's falling for that. <laughs> but they married though, right? Huh? That's the fuck about. They they married. It's not like they just dating. They they they, they right. ain't gonna be married for long. Together for life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if he's <laughs> not at this rate, losing his money, then yeah. I mean, yeah, he's gonna be married. 
and he gonna live broke and die broke. It don't matter where they married. I mean, it kind of it should marry. It should matter that they're married, but she can still say the house is in my name. Get them. Look, the game. There's nothing is, he can do. The game is much deeper than them being married. Y'all looking at them people being married like they supposed to think differently. She wanted that dude. Uh, she wanted the dude in the house, and she wanted him to go on and kick in some money on the bills. She got that, and whenever that dude acts up, and she says, "Is this is my house," and this dude takes his his man parts, put them in a jar, put them on the shelf, and says, "Okay, <laughs> okay, no problem." Wow. You got it. I can't move my kids in. Can move in and out. We got a revolving door which for your kids. Okay, no problem. Sure. So, I mean, so how do you to, that's like me telling my ten-year-old, you can stay up all night and watch TV, but I'm gonna trust you to go to bed at eight thirty. <laughs> that ain't gonna work. Okay, then I get up. Then I wonder, like, why? Why are you not going to bed? Like, come on, man. You know, this, this, this is, this is. So what, is, what do you think? So how should it be if 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 you're in a situation like that? You're renting, you're dating this girl who has mm-hmm. her home, but you're renting an apartment, and yeah. you know now y'all trying to save for y'all wedding, and the only right. way to save is get up, give up one of the houses or move in together. You no, know, this is this is a actual you know this is actually how people think, right? You know, right. how would you what what would you suggest? In, if that was your situation, what would you do? Well, my situation was me and my wife, we bought the house before we got married. So we talked about, so what happens if we're in the stages of planning our wedding while living together and it doesn't work out? So what we're going to do is you're going to keep your condo. And since I was living in an apartment when I met you, I'll move back in my apartment, and we'll sell the house. So we had an escape plan already going up. So you had a plan for a divorce. The only way we would come into this house together is if both our names was on it. No, he said he had a plan if they didn't get married, not divorced. Okay, they what did you do? The property before they went down the aisle, right? Is that what you said? Right, before we went down now, now now that we're married and all of a sudden. I'm putting you in another situation. I'm putting you in a situation where your situation is you moving in, you got your apartment, and she has a house. Right. Or condo, and now y'all want to get married, but y'all have to save money for the wedding. Right. What would you do in that situation? And you say so... Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't even say save for the wedding. I would say that after the wedding, we're going to have to live somewhere. And if she got the fat four or five bedroom house and you got a studio apartment, mm-hmm. you know, just take out saving for the wedding. Just take that part out. After y'all say I do and come back from the honeymoon, y'all are going to be living in one, under one roof. So is that going to be right. the studio apartment or is that going to be the five bedroom house that she got? It's just gotta be documented, man. I mean, the only you gotta have both only names. Thing you could do. Yes, it's gotta be documented, man. Because if you don't have a leg to stand on, see, it's already tricky being in a relationship when things go bad. 
You know what I'm saying? But, you know, a marriage when things go bad and you don't have any legal rights or, or, or whatever, you know what I mean? You got to understand that. You got to have your name somewhere. Because if, if a heated argument comes up, you want to be able to say, well, at least I ain't got to leave. If that dude really wanted to fix his situation, he would wake up tomorrow morning and I could take over his body and I would tell his wife, listen, we're going to go get my name on this place. She says she's not doing it. Okay, we need to get a divorce. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Just like See, that, huh? It really is that easy? It's got to be. It's got to be. Like that. Well, you know, yeah, it's got to be. Because if she's I mean, not willing to put your name on it, then she's going to short-term lease anyway. Ocean that yeah. women have insists. That's it. And you got to be cut, cut to, the, to the point with them, man. I think you got to have a poker face. I think it's deeper than that. Yeah. Yeah, the name on the property is great. You know, that looks good on paper, blah, blah, blah. I think ideally, you know, I'm not saying that this is possible in every case. It's probably least likely. But ideally, she needs to move out of her house, and y'all need to find a new spot. Right. They need to buy one together. Right. Exactly. That's the perfect scenario. Yeah. And the thing is that it's no... You know, I've been living here, you know, this is, because, you know, marriage, after marriage, she's still going to have that thought in the back of her mind, period. You know, that that's her house. I mean, she bought it by herself, and here you come, she just added your name to the deed. You know what I'm saying? So she's been paying the mortgage, paying the bills before you came, and then you move up in here. It's still, for all intents and purposes, going to be her house. So ideally, you might want to look at, I mean, would y'all say moving backwards to the studio apartment just to move forward into the the four or five bedroom that we find together? I don't want to say that. that. I agree with Ryan. Okay. I mean, she could. I mean, but that's the perfect scenario. I mean, we know a lot of women, they selfish, they stubborn, especially if you catch them at the wrong time. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, yeah. But that is the perfect scenario, what Rodney just said. That was a perfect scenario, but that, not everybody got it like that is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what In this mean. economy and with, you know, home values plummeting. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you may not can get out of that house, so you may be stuck to, you know, your last resort is just putting your name on the documentation, you know, just to, so you can say that, you know, I can lay my hat here now, even though y'all are married, but... I still think it's problematic. You mean you, you put your name on there so she can stop talking about she's going to kick you out. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's still, you know, it can breed problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and you guys really, I mean, even though I heard the show before, I had to take advantage of the archives. And um, they was, talk, it was talking about prenuptial agreements. The the archive we have on the household stress um, uh, you were discussing just discussing uh, prenuptial agreements, and it came down to if a woman have a lot, and the man asks for a prenuptial agreement, or she asks for a prenuptial agreement, even though that's a sensitive subject, the man will sign a prenuptial agreement without giving her any problems. It's when it's the other side, um, where the research shows. Uh, 90% thinks, 90% of women thinks that asking for a prenuptial agreement is disrespectful, is, 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 is a sensitive subject, but they would ask for that. They would, if their husbands ask for that, 
they will consider calling off the marriage. Because now they throw that, you know, if they got it all, then they don't mind asking the man because they don't think he would mind. Even Jennifer Lopez, she didn't mind the man asking her for, you know, you know she minds him asking. But if she was on the other foot, then she wouldn't, she wouldn't quite give it to him as easy. And she said that in it her own... It all depends on who's got the money. Whoever's got the cash, that's how it goes. Whoever's so got whoever the most got, to lose. Yeah, who, who, whoever's got the most to lose if it don't work out. That's the one that, you know, may have the issues with it. Oh, the one who don't have a lot of money, they would have an issue with signing that your name on the lease or your name on the deed or, or their name yeah. on the... Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm thinking the one, the one that's got the money will probably be like, yeah, I think we need to get this prenup signed. Like a Jennifer Lopez is probably, you know, let's just say she was going to marry one of her dancers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, well, you know, I was, I was already kicked up before before you, and if it don't work out, you know, I'd like to leave with what I came with. <laughs> Beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, it works. Basically, it yeah. says how much you're going to get paid. You already know what your check going to be when you roll out. I mean, what person wouldn't want that security? Instead of having sure. to pay all that money out to a lawyer. Sure. Come on, man. But that's the same thing we were just talking about uh, with, with, the, with the house on the deed or whoever had a house. You know what I mean? We had a show not too long ago with Mr. Solution on there. And yeah. he was not Mr. Solution. Yeah, I remember I mean, that. Talk about it. And he, he was saying, you know, I think she should have her house and he should have his house. And then when they get married, they should buy a different house. And when they got problems, they should go and, and retreat to their own houses. Now, That's kind of what me and my wife did. Say that again? Yeah. Kind of what me and my wife did before we got married, though. That sounds like yeah. a lot of mortgage payment, and it doesn't sound realistic. <laughs> if you have a problem, go back to a house that you already sold. <laughs> you know what I mean? That right there is setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. I believe. So somebody got to be renting them bad boys out. You know, yeah, we was, rent, we was renting the condo out. We, and we only had one property, so it was already understood I would go back to the apartment. So we wasn't renting out two properties. Yeah. Well, let me ask y'all this. Well, you know, my, my wife is, uh, you know, everybody knows she had breast cancer. And, and on some of the days when she just, she is so strong, when she's getting on the phone and dealing with these business people and, putting them in their place, and then after a while, she played a sick game. Like, I ain't going to say she played a sick game. It's like, I mean, it seems like it to me because she just want to be baby. You know what I mean? So, but when, if I'm really sick, she really, I ain't going to lie, man. She, I can get a cough, and if I was like, man, I don't feel like, I don't feel good, she will get me some soup, make me some bread with some cheese on it. She'll, you know, pull out the red carpet, light the fire for me, you know, massage my feet. She'll do all that, and I'm not even that sick. But And I'll tell her, I'm not that sick, I'm okay. But I think when she gets sick, lower my voice a little bit, when she gets sick, <laughs> I, I think that it's more dramatized. You know what I'm saying? I do. I, 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 I don't want to be the... 
I, I hope I'm not the only one that feels like my wife is dramatic when it comes down to. You're not. You're not. That boy, the amen corner there. Yeah, I, I can't say a lot about you or not. <laughs> wife had nerve to say to me today. Matter of fact, we had a little little squabble about it. She's like, I took such good care of you when you were sick. I'm like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No. And, and you know, it went downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh, oh, You're the reason why I'm having such a speedy recovery, because I can't deal with this no more. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, in that case, but is it is it really a such thing as a fair fight then? Because... If I'm, I mean, we got to arguing about that a little bit. It's like, well, how come when I'm sick that, you know, that, that you you don't treat me? I mean, when I ask you to give me a glass of water, you huffing and puffing, and, oh, you want me to go all the way downstairs? And, yeah, I do complain a little bit, but I'm like, well, why you didn't go down there or ask me, you know, call me on the intercom and tell me, hey, can you bring me a glass of water on your way up? And you just wait till I get my shoes off and robe taken off and one knee on the mattress. And then you say, oh, did you do me a favor? Oh, can you give me some oranges? You know, and I'm like, that's insensitive to me for you to, I mean, there, you, know, you have no regard for, you know, I was down there all that time. And you could have easily just pushed the button on the side of your bed and asked me, on your way up, can you bring me some oranges? Why you there. have to even, wait, if I get to the door. When you hear me coming up the stairs and I'm coming in the bedroom, why don't you ask me while I'm still up at the door? There, <laughs> there. First, first of all, you vent, and that's good. You need to do that. You need to hey, do. You gotta that. let him vent. You gotta let him get it out. Let him get it out. <laughs> but second of all, you can't deep dive this with your wife. I Just like I said to my wife, I had to flip it and say, you know, you're gonna enjoy your Valentine's Day, because that's an argument that will just go on. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to change. You're not going to change your behavior. So how do you communicate what, How do you communicate that that gets on your nerve? If something you do, like me and my man was talking earlier today, and it was just some things that his wife do just really irk and bother him. So how can, how can you communicate that, especially sensitive subjects that, that really irk you, how can you communicate that without going into an argument? You really don't want to you argue. Have, you don't want it to you have, continue. Go ahead. You have to find the right time and the right way to talk about it. Because if you if you talk about it while you're heated about it or she's in the wrong frame of mind, it's just going to be an argument. you got to have an adult conversation, both of you. you got to let get her ready say, hey, i got to talk to you about some things that I know you're not going to like. And this is not going to be the chance for you to tell me everything you don't like about me. We're not playing tennis, <laughs> but I really need you to hear me on this. That's usually what happens. You know how you tell them something you don't like about them, and what's the first thing they do? Tell you something they don't like about you. Right, right. Uh-huh. And then the next thing you know is the water rose. Mm. And you're like, damn, I just want her to let me know the water while I'm downstairs. Now we're getting deep. But what if something... I just recently had a uh, conversation with my wife about, um, like, sense, I guess sensitivity, in the sense that she got mad at me because I told her I don't like to argue. And the reason why I don't like to argue or, or like, have a discussion with her is because she's going to get upset because I don't agree with her or she's going to start crying. Uh, what did she say to me? She, she got mad at me because I didn't even want to have that discussion. She said, oh, so you don't want to talk to me because 
I'm going to start crying if I if I don't if you don't agree with me. So she got mad at me about that. It's Did she start crying? <laughs> Pretty much, she left the room. Yeah, you know I mean, like, <laughs> my wife. My wife. What's funny about me and my wife? We cannot have certain discussions because it's either you know the outcome has to be I have to agree with her. Like, oh, okay, I have to agree. And my point, my thing is, I don't think you're going to agree with a person every time. There's no right or wrong answer to it. We have different ways of seeing things. You know what I mean? Okay. So she constantly gets upset with, about that because I can't have a discussion with it, whether it's finances, whether it's uh, who's a uh, situation. You know what I mean? But you need to have – I personally feel like you have to have someone that's, that's really uh, self – you both have to be self-aware and know – what you can handle and what you can't. And it's, I think most of the guys on this call realize that. That's why we're probably more sensitive than the average do. But, you know, I mean, our, you know, that's why this, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just listening to you guys, but that, that just came in my head when I was listening. Yeah, but what do you do yeah, if you have someone? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. What do you do if you have some? You, you have someone that is not self-aware and is and, and thinks that they – can handle it, but they actually can and go off the deep end anytime when you try to bring something sensitive up. Then then what do you do then? That's a good question. Anybody want to take that? Yeah, I'll tell you. What, what, what was the question again, real quick? So he said that, he said that the, you know, the last gentleman that was speaking said that the way that you deal with that is you need to have two people that are self-aware of, uh, you know, of themselves and, and what they need and how to communicate. And I said, well, what if you have someone that is not self-aware but thinks that they are and so that when you try to have those types of sensitive conversations, uh, it, it kind of goes off the deep end every time uh, because they think they can handle it and they think they can take it, but they can't. Right, well, what you do is. You, you have to warn them. You have to lovingly warn them of the consequences of them not taking action. And you have to also let them know that uh, what they've been doing in the past has never worked. And sometimes, some people, you have to give them empirical data. You have to show them the credit card statement. You know, you, you have to show them the numbers. Some people, they have a photographic memory. Some people can recollect, say, yeah, I remember. And some people will need vivid accounts accurate to the day and to the hour. So you'll have your work cut out, cut out for you depending on the type of personality that you're, that you're talking to. But you have to let them know the consequences of their actions. And, you know, you have to do it in a loving way. And you have to let them know that, you know, I'm trying to work with you in keeping this from happening but you haven't been supporting me in the past on this, and this is something that we really need to work on. And, and this is so serious to where I don't know if we need to get a third party or something. I mean, you have to come with the approach of where you're really trying to fix it. You're not just well, trying you, to, oh, you, you're a better person, you know. But you made so a statement that, that earlier, I said. You, you no said, man parts on the shelf? Is that what, is that what the statement he made earlier? No, no, not not in this situation. I mean, you're actually trying to fix a problem. I mean, in that situation, she already got her money sourced, so she's good. Um, yeah. But what you, what you said earlier, Ike, you said yeah. when when that happens, then you bring something to her attention. Now she feels like she did something wrong, so the first thing she does is bring something up that you did. Well, I only bought this because I seen when you came home with that Macy's bag yesterday. 
you know, you ain't say nothing about that, or how much did you spend on that? You ain't telling me everything that you spent. So it's, it's, it's right. It's, Right, you come back and so to see, that. you have to control. You have to lovingly control that conversation. You can't. You cannot fall into tennis, because once you fall into tennis, you, you, the, the conversation is done. You're done. But you owe her an answer for that, though. You can't just walk away and say, "Look, we talking about you. We ain't talking about me." You can't say that. <laughs> well, you can't. You can't say it like that. You know, it's you got You got it. You got to have a different approach. And what I'm saying is, okay, like let's say in this scenario, okay, uh, baby, I want to talk to you about when you asked me to get you the water. Uh, could you, you know, let's talk about how we can make this easy on both of us. And she's like, oh, well, you know, what about you? You know, yesterday I saw you had a Macy's bag. Okay, well, I understand you want to talk about the Macy's bag, but can we at least get this issue with the water worked out first? Can we fix something first before we move on to the next issue? Well, why do we always have to fix what you want when you can't fix what I want? When I bring up something, then you don't want to talk about it, but but we got to stop and do what you want to do. I'm, I'm okay, you, by the way. Well, hey, this this is this is what we really need to talk about because it's really affecting both of us. And I understand what I did. You know, I understand you seeing that also. But can we at least fix this first, and then we'll we'll, we'll work on both problems. But let's fix mine first. Well, how do we fix yours if it concern if it concerns money? How does it fix you? How can, how can we talk about or fix the problem by talking about me spending all the money, but we're not talking about none of the money that you spend without letting me know what you spend? I don't know. I'm talking about getting water and she's seeing me with the Macy's bag. Which, which other, what, what other scenario are you talking about? Are you talking about where we both spending? When, you, when, when she saw you, let's say she just saw you with something in your hand that you brought from the store. She didn't she say nothing to you. Are you about about it at all? But then you get the credit card statement, and you've seen yeah. that she's been shopping Starbucks. You know, while she's at work, she's been buying lunches, sort of taking lunches out, you know, out of the house, and she's buying, going on seventeen dollar lunches, you know, with her friends. She's treating folks, and then you want to address that situation, but then she drink, she brings up, hey, well, you brought that, you brought that Macy's back home yesterday, and I, I didn't say nothing to you. Okay. Okay, and uh, that's where you know. That's where you let her know. Okay, well, you know that was your mischance, uh, and you know <laughs> I really don't understand why you want to bring it up now when I bring up something to you, because we we are a team and we have to work these issues together. And if I have an issue with something that you've done, and I want to try to work that out and find a solution, and the first thing I'm going to get hit with is you bring up one of something that you've been holding on to, then we had a disadvantage. You see what I'm saying? Because now I feel like whenever I want to approach you and talk to you about something and we fix it as a team, you're going to have, you know, you're going to have your cut cards ready. Mm-hmm. So how about when I walked in with that Macy's bag yesterday, it would have helped both of us out if you would have said something about it right then and then. We could have easily diffused that instead of, you know, you walking around here wondering and pumping your mind up about nothing. Well, and I'm only bringing that that part up because I mean that's you're talking they, to us. You're not really talking to your wife, but I know your wife. Oh no, that's how they think, though, for real. Huh? I said no. That's how women think, for real. Oh, I know. That's how you would respond, for real, though? That that is that that is it. I mean, I know she's gonna get you out of your element eventually. She ain't that smooth. Oh no, 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 no. My wife get, takes me to straight level ten. Trust me. No one can push the butt better than your wife. Come on, man. 
And, and, oh, and, and if, she, if she wants to take me there, now when my wife takes me there, she realizes really quick, like, oh, this was a mistake. Let me go down and hug him and kiss him and calm him down because this is not good. Right, but, right, oh, yeah, right. Which, please, the, the smoothness, come on, that don't work. Come on, she knows how to get me. Well, and, and that's the point I'm making, you know, because that's just a lightweight sensitive situation. But this heavyweight sensitive situation about if you want to bring up your ex-wife or you want to bring up how she can do child rearing correctly or y'all got problems with, you know, uh, people on the outside of your marriage. Like I had a, home, a homeboy that called me talking about his, uh, his wife got her Facebook page but she, he comes on her, his Facebook page, she comes on his Facebook page and say, you know, I need you to delete this chick who, who's been sending the winks and sending this, sending that. But then he on hers, and she won't kill none of her exes or none of her male friends when it comes down to Facebook. But she's all, she's all sensitive and saying, oh, you think, are oh, you cheating on me or you won't you disrespecting me by not getting rid of that girl and not defriending her. But then he looks on her Facebook page and says that most of her friends are dudes. And some of them not all just, hi, how you doing? Some of them is like, hey, I want to get in them draws, friends. And then mm. she said, oh, he just playing. Mm. Okay, that's a bigger problem right there. Heck yeah. Major, major problem. Major problem. So, but, 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 but same guy, he can't really control, hey, delete that guy or unfriend that guy because guess why? He's in her house. And oh, wait a minute. This is the same dude? Okay, wait a minute. So this dude's wife not only is threatening to kick him out, can bring her kids in whenever she could get good and damn ready, and his kids can't stay there, but she also Facebook friends with other dudes, and they talking about they want to holler, and she don't see nothing wrong with that? Right, because she said, oh, they just playing. They've been doing that for years, da 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 Oh, he always talked like that. you got to know him and understand him to understand why he's oh, talking. Oh, she the fifth dude? Oh, come on, man. Come on. Major violation. <laughs> that ain't even a violation. How did this situation get to be even make it to this talk show? I just want to know. How did, this, how, did, how, did, how did that situation even get on here? Because that, that just doesn't make, none of that makes sense. None of it does. Well, it's a spiral, it, it's, it's a spiral that starts small, and it just spirals out of control. Yeah, but that doesn't even, even start in the making sense category from the beginning, and it just gets but worse what's as you happening go when you feel like When you're in a sensitive situation like you stand with a woman or you stand with a person, I'm not going to just say a woman. I'm going to say a person that, feels like they want to have all the control. And some women feel like, or men, they feel like they lose control if they go into a situation like that. And they want to lose some sense of control when they do. So then it just spirals out of control as time progresses. You know, you find out your place, and then you do what I say. You end up putting your nuts on the shelf. Well, you won't know how to get rid of how to handle that, somebody that loves to be in control and control everything. You have to have some self-confidence and some self-appreciation and love yourself. Now, if that dude don't care enough about himself to fix that situation, then, hey, it's just going to continue. Yeah, mm. pretty much, pretty much. I mean, because that means he don't give a damn about himself. 
He'll basically throw himself over a puddle so she can step on his back to get across. Mm-hmm. That's what I he guess. is. And you can you can you can you can talk about how insensitive she is all you want, but he's he's not demanding more. He's not demanding better treatment. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's, he when he looks himself in the mirror, does he think he deserves this treatment? Did he do something wrong in life where he think this is this should be his life for the rest of his life or something? Well, I I believe that you know by by guys not wanting to start an argument, a lot of that's misconstrued as okay he putting his he putting his stuff on the shelf, and it's not really that he just like look I'm in this sensitive situation so if I rock the boat too much, you know I don't want to end up having her to tell me to get out. So if she tell me to get out, then that's going to start something else, and it's going to make me feel like it's less my home. But then when she's talking to other people, you know, it's our house. Oh, this is our house. That's our house. He, he doesn't have a home now. I mean, that's that's not a home. No, that's not. Does, does he think that she can kick him out? Because, I mean, I don't mean to get all technical, but legally she can't do that. They're married. It's a marital home. You can't kick somebody out of their marriage home unless unless you're you're physically threatened. I mean, well, I would, yes, he should want to be kicked out by her and just go on and leave. Hell, that's well, not necessarily. Not necessarily. My mom just got when she was married and she had kicked her ex husband out of her house uh, because he wasn't paying the bills and and she moved he moved in. But you know, I thought that he could he could get half the stuff in there. And they said, no, you didn't bring anything in the relationship. And I guess it's just depending on, you know, where it is. Because I was in Atlanta, you know. But um, he left with nothing. He left. He came with his hat in his behind, and he left with his hat in his behind. <laughs> well, no, and I don't mean that she couldn't kick him out if they got divorced. But she can't just be like, get out now. He can be like, no, I'm going to stay. This is where I live. Now, when they get divorced, of course, you know, you got to split that stuff up. And if she had it when she came, she's going to get it on the way out. At the time, if he had it when he came, she still wouldn't get on the way out. But you know, she, but it, in, the, in the heat of the moment, she can't she can't make him get out. Mm. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna move off um, the subject about the women being hard, and I want to move to another sensitive topic. Um, and this is a monkey ranch, by the way. And over the weekend, I had a chance to listen to a couple of shows involving men uh, abusing women. Um, and it's a very sensitive topic. Uh, you know, I was I was in another talk show, and it was, you know, tears was flying and all of that other stuff, and I did some research. And I had the opportunity to uh, to research this lady named uh, Teresa Wu. She's a Harvard University graduate, and she decided to conduct her thesis uh, questionnaire on abusive men, you know, or abusing women, men abusing women. And uh, when she had to face down men. She, in this research, she had to go to men that had been convicted of beating their wives or their girlfriend. And the hardest part of this research was she had to listen to some of the insensitive reasons that the men provided to her as to why they continued to hit their mates repeatedly. And a few of the men stated, the feeling of pain was not upon my own fist. That's why I continued to hit her. Or they said she did not scream loud enough or they said the men weren't physically tired yet. Mm. So have anybody encountered a man? I mean, I know we're Christians, 
But has anybody encountered a, a person that was abusive towards another woman or towards a woman or towards other people? I think we all have at some point. Yeah, I have too. We all have that. I mean, yeah, that's, that's not uncommon. Okay, so is that person, when you encountered that kind of person, what was their reason? Were they raised like that, or was it a, you know, chemical imbalance, or it's generally did it have anything to do with their upbringing? Yeah, it's generally a pattern, and you hit the nail on the head, is that, you know, unfortunately, you know, they saw, you know, either their, their father, the father figure, you know, or, you know, other adult males, you know, do that. Um, and the women stayed, you know, unfortunately, so it's not as if, you know, he raised his hand to her one time, and guess what? You know, either she's packing her bags or he's packing his, and that was the end of the relationship. You know, they hung around for the second and third and fourth and fifth beatings. You know, so unfortunately, it, you know, it, it, it it's a pattern, it's a cycle, you know, um, where, you know, you see, you know, a man sees it as a child, as an adolescent, and then it becomes, you know, almost, quote-unquote, normal to him to do that to his wife. Hmm. Yeah, that shouldn't be any. That should never be normal. I mean, I understand. Well, it was normal certain, back in the, you know, back in the. I, well, I seen it all the time in the seventies and the eighties. You know, I was even brought up in the house like that. You know, when when the guy did this to my mom, but it brought me back to ask her, well, why do you choose the same type of man? What's in the woman that she has low, to put herself in a vulnerable state? Low self esteem, man. It's really yeah. simple. And just like I said, that's I mean, the best they can do. That's the best they can do. Exactly. And just like I said, I mean, just like that boy or, you know, young teenage uh, boy, you know, saw the the beatings, uh, the same can be said for that young girl that saw the beatings. You know, so, and again, um, you know, they, they see it as, you know, okay, because, the you know, mom and daddy's still together, you know, even though he beat her up every now and then. But, um, you know, they still kicking it, so it must be okay. You know, so it's, well, a, it's a twisted, you know. Uh, it's a, go ahead. It's a, it's a certain age when it's okay. okay. It's what, it's, oh, see, if you're a young young man, it's it's not okay. But there's nothing you can do about it. Because of the age that you have, you're five, six, seven, eight. But there's countless s- stories where the the son has become a teenager, mm-hmm. and where he's taking retaliation on the man. You see what I'm saying? So you know, the abusive man is only as good as as the age of the boy. If the boy is seventeen or eighteen and got homies. It's on because you know we don't like nobody putting their hands on our mother. Period. Mm-hmm. It's never okay. Mm-hmm. It's never okay. But if you're young and there's nothing you can do about it, you know, we just hope that they don't grow up and repeat it when they're yeah. young. Mm-hmm. I, I used to have this um, neighbor, me and my sister, when we I was like right after high school, me and her moved down south, and we just got an apartment. We had this neighbor. Um, it was a, a guy and a woman. The woman was real attractive, and they used to fight. He, he well, I guess they used to fight, but of course he could beat her up. And um, 
she used to make him beat her up. Like, she would do things, that, and she would know that he ain't got no problem punching her in her face. And uh, I was, we was all in a car one time, and he was sitting next to me. She was in the back seat, and she just kept egging him on. And he didn't punch her in front of me, but he turned around in the, in the, in the passenger seat and was about to. And I seen him put a pistol to her head and everything, but she would know the repercussion if she would push him, and she would still do it. Mm. That's just like playing Russian roulette. Yeah, but that's dysfunctional. I mean, you know, she, 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 you know, she knew what time it was, and she kept pushing the envelope. And a lot of times, women will push the envelope. Sometimes they'll push it even further because maybe they really want to get the dude locked up. They're so pissed well, off at I him mean, whatever he's done, they want to get him locked up. So they be like, well, I know how I'm going to get him locked up, or I know how I'm going to get him out of my house. You know what I mean? So they'll push him to the point where he does something that he wouldn't normally do, so then you have to pay for it. And some women see that as him showing his, his love for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, more, the more he beats on her, the more he loves her. It's obvious that he loves me. He's beating on me. Yeah. He's taking time out of his busy schedule. Yes. <laughs> 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 upside wow. And we're not laughing at the the fact no, that no, 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 that's not that's no, not a not laughing matter. Exactly. I mean, true? but it's just it's just it's just the the way some of these women think. I mean, I remember a young lady in high school. She was getting beat up by a boyfriend. You know, me and my boys jumped in and beat the dude up. And this chick reports us to the principal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. she's in high school, and she's already setting herself up to be a battered wife. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that's such that's such a uh, um, a sensitive subject to uh, to even have to hear a pain of a woman that's been going through that, and you know, and and it was it was really a heart gut wrenching. For me to listen to, you know, uh, the women that that goes through these things because they they have other problems, and it doesn't start with a. It, it, it looks like it seems like that they got the uh, kind of victim written across their forehead, you know, because it happens again and again and again, you know. So I mean, how do how you keep attracting the same type of dudes, you know? And that brings me to the point of why do any does anybody feel like they white push them in talking about sensitive subjects to, to you know, and they say, wait, 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 babe, I don't want to talk about that. And they continue to talk about it, and it kind of like nudges them and keep nudging them into an area of uncomfortability that they just end up snapping. Do anybody deal with that? Like, you know this is a sensitive subject, woman. Why are you keep bringing this you got to give an example, though. I'm with you, but you got to give me an example. Well, let's say a, a man is, is disciplining her child, and and it's, it's their child, but she brought the child into the marriage, and he believes in spankings, and she doesn't. So no, 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 that's not good enough, because um, that's just a disagreement. I'll give you an example. Okay. Let's just say that I didn't have a great relationship with my uh, brother. 
and I don't want to talk about it because it's sensitive. The outcome bothers me. You know what I'm saying? And for her, that's not good enough. For me, to talk about it bothers me. And for her to keep saying, well, no, or let's just say my mother. It's just a sore subject for me. Yeah. But for her, she wants to dig in and dig in and dig in and find out, well, why you don't want to talk to him now? Why you won't call him? Why won't you try to fix it? Why this? Why that? Why that? Yeah. Okay. I'm with you, and I've been there. And that's, it's, not, it's not a good place to be when she just won't understand, this is not something that I want to talk about because it's too sensitive. Sometimes they got to learn to just back down. And, you know, with some women are challenging when you tell them to, to back off, you know they're like, "Oh, what you gonna do?" You know, you got you got some women out here that's like, you know, if you kind of lightly try to tell them what to do or try to tell them, you know, don't do that, then they take it personal and 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 take it as you're trying to be their daddy or something, and then they go a little bit harder, you know. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that necessarily. What I would say is that, you know, like like the brother said, is that they see a potential point of weakness. You know, so it's almost as if they want to expose it, you know, uh, and that could mm-hmm. be for various reasons, you know, depending on the woman. But it's, uh, you know, when the guy's like, I don't want to talk about that, honey. You know, and they just like, oh, really? You don't want to talk about it? Well, why, why not? You know, like the brother was saying, I mean, I think they see it as a point where, you know, they can, it's, it's, I, I want to say almost like kryptonite or something. It's like, oh, oh. I've exposed his weakness. Can't say, you know, he don't want to talk about his brother, you know, him and his brother's relationship or, you know, whatever the case may be. So they, they see it and they, you know, unfortunately press those buttons and, and, and pick, 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 you know, just to... Pick, pick, pick. You know. Mm. I, think it's, I think it can be disrespectful. Right. You know what I mean? Because as men, there's certain places that we won't go past. And it just is what it is, you know. I mean, we can talk about a lot of things, just certain things that we just will not talk about, you know. But how do and we could, move? How do we have, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You said how, how do we move past? Well, how do we move past that point to, you know, look, I'm I'm trying to communicate this to you as best as I know how. I mean, it could be something as general as what me and my man was talking about earlier today, you know, hey, I don't like my wife passing gas you know, that turns me off, and, you know, that gets me soft, and I, I, you just disgust me, so don't do it in front of my face, and just don't spread your cheeks and point your brown eye straight at me and just let it go. Don't do that. That's, just, that's disgusting to me. But you think it's funny, but something, something as simple as that, we try, how do you communicate to them and allow them to stop it? Well, you know, how are you going to make them stop and she, and she knows it gets on your nerve, but she's going to continue to do it anyway. I think that that's two different issues. Um, the passing gas and then making you talk about a sensitive subject may be two different issues. Okay. The one, I'm just any Yeah. The one issue with the passing gas, you know, I think you just have to bluntly say that's nasty and it's making you look unattractive to me. Mm. You know what I mean? Something like that. But with the other part, I think, you know, what like Ike said earlier, you got to take your man parts off the shelf. And he said, I'm not talking about this. And don't and don't ask me again. You know, at some mm-hmm. point as a man, we have a right to say, I said 
I don't want to talk about it again. And that's the end of it. I think that we spend so much time negotiating and trying to keep the peace and pick and choose our battles, we forgot that we have that right. Sometimes we got to take it back. And I'm not talking about beating nobody down, but you got to say, look, I said I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, and I would say, you know, to your question, Mr. Host, is that, you know, how would you get past it? A potential uh, avenue would be, you know, the wife. You know, we'll use the example of, you know, the, the husband doesn't, you know, doesn't have a relationship with his brother. And, you know, instead of her picking at it, you know, she can sort of bring it up casually and say, you know, I really I really would like you and your brother, you know, to be on speaking terms. You know, life is too short. You know, whatever she has to say. And then offer, you know, that the husband seek counsel, you know, on his own. You know, maybe talk to a counselor. But not picking at it, not bringing it up every night over dinner, but just kind of just leaving it there, you know, kind of uh, uh, putting her uh, opinion on the matter on the table and say, hey, you know, I really don't like, you know, the way you and your brother's relationship is, and I would like for you, my husband, to seek counsel, you know, on it, you know, on your own, um, in your own time. You know, and it's not something that, you know. Gonna, I'm going to be real, Rodney. Do you think that that would actually work to I a man? I think it would. Just, and and that's, why, that's why I'm saying it, because the approach is different. It's not the ultimatum like, oh, we're going to talk about this, and I'm going to back you down into a corner. I'm going to follow you around the house. We're going to talk about this right here, right now, and you're going to tell me why the relationship between you and your brother is strained. No. The approach is different. Say, hey, honey, you know, I love you, you know, but I really don't like, you know, how your brother and you interact, you know, blase, blase. And, and, I mean, I think that, you know, we're, we're sensitive sensitive enough to respect that approach. And, again, for her to say, I would like for you to do something about it, you don't have to tell me, you know, but I would like to you to talk to somebody, maybe a professional, maybe somebody else, you know, I don't know, and just leave it there, you know, not come back and say, you know, have you talked to anybody yet? Have you looked in the yellow page? Have you been online? you know, looking for a counselor to talk to, you know, about you and your brother, you know, what's the deal? What, give me an update. No, just, you yeah, know, just yeah, talk crazy. about that's it. Crazy. You know, make, make for just for her to make him aware of the situation, that it's a problem, but not to keep picking at it. I think it absolutely will work. Yeah, and, 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 and then what I want to know is how do you benefit? Me and my brother got an issue. You want me to make amends. How do you benefit? From this. Why do you have to keep wanting to know about that situation? It's got nothing to do with you. And a lot of times I think that they may want to jump in and just try because, well, I'm your wife and I think that life is short, just like Rodney was saying. Yeah, I know life is short, but I don't want to talk to him. Right. <laughs> and I don't want to talk to you about talking to him. You know what I mean? And leave it alone. It ain't going to benefit you. So, I mean, I think it's okay at some point to say it's none of your damn business. Right. <laughs> when it gets because to that. I said so, right? Because I said so. It's none of your business, man. Leave me alone, you know. And that's the response, Rodney. I was telling you that you may get when. That's why I say I don't think that's going to work. I mean, now you, now you, now you tapping on a sensitive situation that I don't want to talk about. Like T. Hall was saying, I don't want to talk about it. Why is it benefiting you? She could say, you know, because I want them to play with their cousins. Well, they can play with their cousins all they want. I don't want to talk to that dude. <laughs> you know, know, but I, I don't know how to handle a situation like that because I'm in a situation like that myself with, you know, it's not a married couple, it's my mom and my sister. But it, it's just it's just nerve-wracking to try to get two people who are just alike 
And sometimes you get husband and wife that are just alike. And and one of them won't back down from the other one, and then when the other one finds out in the situation, the same situation arrives, but on the opposite end, that other person just dig and dig and dig and dig. I'm like, well, you didn't like it when he did it to you, so why are you doing it to him? Mm. And it creates a wedge in their marriage so so terrible that now it's it's starting to divide them up a little bit. And, you know, and, and I just don't, you get to a point where you don't know how to counsel people who don't know the know know where the line is at. Mm-hmm. I've 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 gone as far as said, you need to focus on our relationship than than my relationship to somebody else. Right. You need to yeah. focus on your own relationship and stop focusing on my affairs or somebody else. Because right mm-hmm. now you're about to play yourself out of position because you keep making me feel uncomfortable about something that I want to talk about. Could it, could it, but could it affect, you know, you said focus on, you know, our relationship, but that strained relationship could absolutely affect your relationship with her. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but how? But how would it affect our relationship if, if, if you keep pressing the issue and I'm not? Like, you're worrying about it more than me, and I'm the one that's in the situation. You see what I'm saying? So it's going to affect our relationship because you're meddling and being nosy. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you could release that burden, you know, because the bottom line is that, and y'all know, you know, I've been through it. Each one of you have been through it. When you reconnect um, with a family member after some years of strife or disagreements or miscommunication or whatever, it makes you feel better. Period. Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. You don't carry around that, oh, you know, she, is she going to be at the family reunion this year? Man, I can't stand her. You know, it's like, man, where is she? I'm looking forward to it. Is she here? Is she here yet? I mean, when you reconnect with that family member, it makes you feel better. And when you feel better, when you're, you know, closer to being, uh, Darren's word, whole, um, it, 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 it makes your relationship better with your wife. Period. You know, and granted, I'm not saying you can't deal, you know, with having these uh, loved ones that you don't deal with and you you can't carry on about your life. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if if that relationship was healed, absolutely, you know, it's, it's a spot that you, you know, it's a sore spot that you won't, you know, that you'll be over, you know, and you could, uh, you know, just just be overall just better towards your spouse. You know, because of that little sore spot that's gone. That's all I'm saying. I think that I think I think differently, and maybe I'm and maybe I am insensitive. Um, my wife has got a friend that was borderline best friends for for a long time, and um, one day I asked her when was the last time she talked to her, because I you know I didn't notice it, but then I was like, man. I haven't heard of so-and-so in a while. And she was like, it's been over a year. And I was like, what happened? And I didn't know. So then she told me what happened, you know, after I bombed her out for not telling me sooner. And then um, I said, so, you know, is that it? Y'all done? She said, yeah, that's it, we done. Okay. 
then mm-hmm. she's done. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, I mean, did you, did you make your decision? It's over. It's over. Okay, it's over. End the story. Let's move on. Move on. That's your decision. I'm, I'm, I'm your husband. I'm with you. You know, whether I agree with you, I don't, or I don't agree with you. If that's your decision, your final answer. Let's move on. Because now I got to worry about my relationship. I can't be like, okay, well, what happened? Why you this? What, what was your role in it? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel, she cut off, then she cut off. You know what I mean? We a team. Right, right. That we ain't a team. That ain't she cut off, she cut off. You know, it is what it is. If yeah. you go back, then then I'll go back with you. Right. I'll act like nothing ever happened. You know, if I see you know, the person in public, hey, how are you? Keep it moving. Now, we can't talk about nothing, but we just keep it moving. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, at some Unless point, you gotta you got to be a spouse and say, okay, I'm going to support your decision, and a lot of times we're not going to agree with it. But, you know, uh, well, let's well let's flip it then, T.R. What if you what is the best way to bring up a sensitive issue with your wife? Like, what if she can't cook, or the sex is bad, or you know, um, <laughs> it, it, well, it, it was a question I got. You know, the dude his sex with his wife was was not good. And I, I I was like, how is that? You know, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is the dude. <laughs> Please, not that woman, same guy. Uh, and, oh, okay. Please, no, no, this is not the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> These are just questions that I, that, that I get from my website. Oh, um, okay. But this one, you know, he, he had bad sex, and the sex wasn't good with his wife anymore. Uh, and he wasn't saying that he was ready to not, you know, cheat and go go out there and do somebody else. But what he was saying was he didn't know how to bring this sensitive issue up with his wife because all this time she thought that she was doing a great job or, you know, I had another guy, he, his wife couldn't cook, but, you know, because she was wondering why he was eating out so much and, you know, it kind of led up into other things like, oh, you must be taking somebody else out to eat because you're not eating here and or you're not you're not sexing me because you must be sexing somebody else because you're not sexing me. So these are sensitive issues that we really don't want to want to bring up, but if it, if it's disturbing the marriage, how to, how do you bring up? Because my man said earlier, some things that he say to his wife, she start crying. Yeah. You know, when he brings up sensitive situations, he don't even talk to her on certain levels because he knows that she's going to start crying. So how do you, what do you say when it's affecting the marriage and you need to bring up this topic in order to move on. As my wife, she, my wife had, if my wife had to infiltrate the show and try to figure out what was wrong with her husband, she was going to do whatever she had to do to find out why I wasn't communicating with her mm-hmm. about this breast cancer thing. But that was how she fixed us. I mean, she really fixed us. Yeah, but I think you hit the nail on the head with the, um, you know, the communication part, and it has to be honest communication. And I think that we all know, you know, how not to say, you know, those to to delve into those sensitive topics. I think we all know, you know, the insensitive route would be to, you know, just come home from work and say, you know what, honey, the booty's bad. You know, I mean, it is what it is. Been bad for about three years, and you're gonna need to do something. You know, I mean. It, it has to be time, timely, tactful, um, yeah. you know, and, it, it, I mean, it, it's, it's difficult because it is a sensitive topic, whether it's in the bedroom or in the kitchen, you know. Um, 
but like you said, I think that communication and, and being honest, but it's, it's, you got to be tactful. You can't really go for the gusto with, you know, like, I'm good, you know, don't worry about making anything for me this week. I'm going to just, you know, grab something on the way home. You know, that's just, you got to talk about it. And um, I'm going to echo on that just a little bit. Um, but there is really, I think that that is one of the major communication problems in marriage is is how to break the ice with those really sensitive issues, you know. But um, people talk about weight. And I'll just use this as an example. I'm going to shift it to the weight a little bit. And a man might... To the weight, yeah. Like a man might not be happy with the weight that his wife has gained or picked up. Um, and instead of telling her, you know, you need to go running or whatever, you know, find a way to get and say, well, let's 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 start exercising together. You know, we talked about this on the call before. Or say, you know, honey, I'm joining the gym. You want to go with me? Find a way to slide it in or say, you know, honey, I'm going to start eating right because I've been eating bad. Put it on you and hope that they follow suit. And I think that there's, with the sex could be, you know, the same way. If you take responsibility and put it on you, I think, and say, okay, you know what, I think that I haven't been living up to my potential in the bedroom. What would you like for me to do? Well, let me try something different, you know. Take it away from them. I think that they'll receive it better. That's good words, brother. I think you stumbled on upon something very profound. You know, because if she's not feeling sexy, she's probably not going to perform that greatly in the bedroom. Yeah. You know, so if she's had, you know, a few kids and she's picked up some weight and, you know, she's not going to, you know, the she's not going to be into it, you know, yeah. and... It is something that you really, you know, that that's really key is that, you know, she has to feel, you know, good about herself. You know, maybe when y'all first got married, you know, uh, before the kids, you know, uh, maybe she was a little smaller, maybe not. But, you know, if she was a little smaller and then she was feeling it and, you know, she was swinging on the chandeliers in the, in the bedroom, I mean, it is what it is. Um, so I think that, you know, getting back to, you know, and I think you, you also said something interesting about, you know, maybe you don't even necessarily directly talk about the bedroom, but that is, you know, your ultimate goal, you know, with the eating healthy or, or exercising. I mean, that's it's great to be healthy, don't get me wrong, but that could lead to better results in the bedroom, which is, you know, which could be another one of your problems. So maybe you don't even directly say, you know, well, you need, we need to do some tricks in the bedroom. You just start with the exercise, and maybe, you know, the, the exercise and the eating right, you know, it'll catch up to the bedroom. I mean, sometimes we got to exercise the uh, Jedi mind trick. We all got it. We did it when we was dating. We did it when we found that chick that we wanted to hit. We had no idea how we was going to hit it, but we just knew that we had to hit it. So we figured out every possible thing, what time she was going to be on that bus, what time she got off work, whatever, so we can just happen to be at that position. You know, you put that Jedi mind trick and say, okay, well, this is what, you know, has to happen. Um, but you, you, I mean, you already know what has to happen, but you kind of put it back on you. 
again, not on them. Don't make them feel insecure or, 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 or whatever. You just got to put it on you so you can achieve the same goal. If you want them to work out with you, if you want the sex to be better, I'm thinking, like I said, you take the initiative, opposed to just beating them up over the head about it because you get no results that way. Right, right. But, I mean, to what y'all are saying, you know, I was in a situation where I was put in the middle between these, this, um, my friend, she was a she's beautiful woman, beautiful woman. Uh, she's a model and everything. I mean, her and my wife, that's how my, matter of fact, I met my wife through it. But anyway, um, but she had halitosis. And it was uh, due to, like, pocket pus developing from the gum disease, and, and, and she had a few bad molars and all that other kind of stuff. But she was, she told me that, you know, I feel, I mean, she always talked talk with me with her mouth covered, and I was like, ooh. And, you know, and I was trying to play it off, and I would hold my breath. I mean, I don't know what was going on, but I don't know. But um, but she told me about it, and, and you know, and and uh, but she had a boyfriend, and and he wanted to propose to her, but he told me on the on the on a on another day that man, she her breath, man, it's, I can't I can't do it, dude. I can't. I mean, in the morning it smells even worse. You know, he just was like, man, I can't. I, I don't know what to do. So I didn't, I didn't know what to tell him, what to say to her, because I didn't want him to know that she was insecure about this thing, right? So he went. I said, I think you need to talk to her. So he tried, he, he tried to talk to her about it, and then they postponed the wedding. And then eventually they broke up, and the relationship dissolved because she claimed it was something else. But my man was like, I think it, it stemmed from me, you know, that time when I told her that that breath situation. So you're saying losing weight, that's something that can be fixed. You're saying, um, hey, just, you know, buy you some better lingerie and, you know, swing from the sand to live and, you know, I'm going to make you feel sick. That's fixable problem. Sure. But what if it's not a fixable problem like... But that's a fixable problem too. Well, put all your teeth is, is, Yeah, that's a fixable problem, man. You go get your gums and your teeth fixed, man. You... You know what I mean? You gargle regularly. I mean, there's certain things, you know. Dude, no, no, dude. Hold on, hold on a second. I, maybe I didn't clear this up. I, I mean, this girl was. Did she have cancer in the mouth? Was it cancer? I don't, I don't know. It? I didn't want to ask her. She was such a good friend, man. She was a beautiful person. I just said, ooh. I mean, she come up on you chewing gum. She just got finished brushing her teeth, and you can smell that stuff through the mouthwash. And 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 not talk about. It. I'm not talking about. It. I just, I just didn't know. How do you how do you fix that? I mean, and she said I done been to the doctor, you know, I done did this, I done did that. I just the only way that I can fix it is just pull all my teeth out. And I'm like, Phew. I mean, that's awful. You know, but you gonna have to have a man that really really love you, and I, I, I believe that's the reason why me and her never hooked up. I just couldn't take it. Yeah, so I knew what my man was talking about. Yeah, yeah. So how do you communicate? Something that that seems to be unfixable, and and you you run up on this person, and they, and and you're like, man, you need to fix that, and she can't fix it. Well, she then everything. Then you make a decision. I can either live with it or I can't, and roll out or stay, one or the other. True. But, but we ain't true. gonna change, folks. After time, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it. it, it I mean. That that's when you try to talk to someone about something so sensitive, 
even if it was fixable, how do you talk to somebody with a sensitive subject like this? I mean, you know everybody's untold her the same thing. Yeah. She already knows it. Well, first of all, and this is classy speaking, first of all, halitosis, depending on what level it is, is curable. Right? Some people cure their halitosis with uh, basic peroxide popping in the mouth for like yeah. 30 minutes. Uh, so it really depends on what level that is. But to answer your question directly, uh, you know, anytime I call this show, I, I just have the same thing, and I guess it's because I'm still a single dude. I think we dudes many a times have to be the teachers in these relationships, and we have to go out and find out how to fix some of those problems because to a degree, I agree that everything is fixable, Mm -hmm. time and what have you. But when you're trying to get an instant result, for example, even though the person went to the doctor, something they may not have told you is when my man said they got cancer of the mouth, they might be telling you they got halitosis and they actually got cancer of the mouth. So mm. you see what I'm saying? Because cancer is cancer. That's like saying how are you going to fix a problem with somebody you adore and you find out that they got a mask growing at an uncommon rate or how can you fix your child? You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Got a situation. So like my man said, it comes down to you deal with it or don't. Last statement I'll make is, if you're just the type of individual, male, female, black, white, where you're trying to take advantage of a situation, you're not going to want to put the time in anyway because most people who want to take advantage of a situation are just trying to get what they need to get out of it and move on until they get tired of it. But if you have an investment towards something, you look for avenues to fix it. Hmm. Now, that brother just said something that I was about to say. Mm. And the topic tonight is insensitivity. And the brother just said investment. And Mr. Host, I don't know if it's in your notes or not. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> when it comes to insensitivity, what about the case where the wife makes more money than the husband. Now, a lot of you guys, you know, you know, going to give the textbook answer. Oh, it just it, it goes in one pot. You know, oh, it's all gravy. You know, hell, I would, I wanted to make more money so we could have more money in all one pot. It don't work like that. No, it doesn't. I know early in my marriage, my wife made more than I did for you know some few years. And, I mean, it was cool. You know, I took your, you know, I'm, I'm saying like y'all, oh, it's for the one pot, and I managed all the money and all that good stuff. It was fine. But it really, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And, thankfully, um, I was able to surpass her, um, uh, you know, early. And, and you know, and, and now, you know, I'm, I'm leaps and bounds, you know, in, uh, ahead of her. Uh, you know, at this time, so, I, you know, as long as I stay on, on my current path and, you know, I don't get pink slipped or whatever the case may be, but, you know, my, my monkey wrench, I guess it is, is what about the, the sensitive topic of when 
the wife brings home uh, more money and significantly more money, you know, than than the husband. What's the what's the proper way to uh, approach that topic? You know, when it comes mm. to being sensitive versus, you know, it being insensitive. You know, what what is some guidance on that? You know, if somebody's you know has that situation. Hey, can I put an addendum? Can I put an addendum to? Yeah, way, uh, I think it has a lot to do with the way the wife uh, handles things. Um, you know, if if she's uh, you know, hey, I'm making more money, I'm in control. You don't have, you don't have this, you don't have that. That's going to be a more of a problem, you know. But I guess for me, it wouldn't. I, you know, I, I can't say. I mean, I don't think it would bother me, but I wouldn't mind my my wife making more money than me. Rodney, does that does that That was just me we were rolling in the dough. Does that and, and and yeah, good words too. Does that kinda at some point kinda go right on the same lines with living in a house that's in your wife's name and not your name? Probably. A wife that makes more money than you. Is that kinda on yeah. the same lines maybe, if you think about yeah. it? Yeah. I think it could be, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Here's my here's my answer to the monkey wrench. Um, and it's easier said than done. But let's take my mentor for example. He owns two companies and he met his wife from Dominica Republic. No real college education or anything like that. But what she did initially was saw the gap, which is what they teach in most business schools. She saw the gap in how he did what he did. And I said to him, this is the sign of a, of a person who is an additive to your situation. What she did was her being more Spanish-speaking than him. He speaks Spanish, but not to the level of her, of course. She looked at all his business ventures and the people she needed to talk to, and because she was pregnant, she came up with the idea, not going to college, she came up with the vision, let me use that word, that she's going to create the Spanish-speaking version of what he needs to get done. Mm. So the answer to this question is, even if your chick is making more money than you, which is my problem with us as men in general, where is our vision for what the family could and should be doing? Many a times what we get so caught up in is the dough. But the reason we get there sometimes is to do what Mary J. Blige's husband did. I need to protect your sanity. You don't need to work that extra two hours of overtime. I need mm-hmm. to protect your sanity. You don't need to work. We'll create an online business. We'll invest in Joe and his McDonald's venture and get a, 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 a little measly residual check for the next point in life. It, it, it's always this thing I think we get caught up, and again, I'm not super successful at it, but it's always ways this thing we get caught up sometimes where we look at the financial things of something, especially when a female is making more. Fellas, I work in a female-dominated industry. When I tell you majority of the ladies are not qualified, to make the money that they make it. Please don't let society fool you. Please don't let the TV fool you. When a guy goes to work at a warehouse 
and the warehouse is eight nine dollars an hour. He dreams of ten and twelve. That's his reality. When a girl comes comes here, straight from the stripper pole, and all she can do is type, they give her twelve to fourteen dollars out the gate, and pump her off with sixteen twenty dollars an hour just for showing up every day. Oh, I've had a I've had a lady I used to work with, and I know this is long winded, but it's giving you information. I had a lady who I who I used to date. She went to work every day late, 15 minutes to an hour. I'm talking every day for a year. Never was on time. They gave her full checks. The only way they found out that she had, had deficient time, she had took off, was going to take vacation, saw her name on the board, and say, hey, you know you guys already signed off that I'm not going to be here. And they said, oh, no, you're negative 160 hours. That would never be a conversation with a man. So a woman is always going to make more than you in this society because they make it super easy. She is not necessarily more qualified or more skilled. This is just what they do. And, and then when it comes to hiring, they like to hire each other. You know, I got five certifications, y'all. I'm working in a, in, in a department right now as a contractor for people who don't even know half of what I know, and they're employed here. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I've applied to the same place for 10 years. So, fellas, you know, you, she's always going to make more than you because that's the way the system is set up. So I just personally think as guys, you got to have a vision for that income coming in to where it can double and triple and allow her to fall back when she chooses to or when you decide, whatever, whatever. That's my answer. That's good words. Well, Rodney, asked, Rodney said, Rodney, you said that your wife was making more than you, um, and yep. it was okay, but it was uncomfortable that you knew it, but it was okay because she didn't make you feel, in so many words, less of a man, right? Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Do you think that that had an expiration date? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> it did. It did have that. You mean if, if, you know, here 15 years later, if I was still right. trailing her in the, you know, uh, salary, um, apples to apples. <sighs> Oof. That's a good question, bro. I mean. It had an expiration think, date, man, because your motivation to make more than her became reality. Well, primary or paramount. <laughs> In your head, yeah, but are, you, became, are you asking? Wasn't an did 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 wasn't an expiration date for her or for me? For her, I mean, because it it can be cool to, you know. Yeah, we just started right. out. No, it was you know we had no kids. You know, it was cool. You know, but I mean that's 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 an interesting question. I mean, I I I don't know. I I I don't know. I think it's no. I think it's no. I think you would still be with her even if she still made more than you. You would have found a way to stay with her. Yeah, I mean, we would be together, but, you know, I want, you know, to the host question is that would she be as comfortable with it in the first few years of our marriage, you know, just starting out with both entry level versus 15 years later, you know. Um, I mean, I... 
I would I would think so. I would hope so. And you know, to the other the other host's point about, I don't think she would belittle me, you know, or anything like that, you know. But I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know. You know, for me, I, I don't even understand how we really answer the question because my reality is unless you are a manager or a person with a super specialty, you're never going to be able to compete with a lady in her ability to make financial cash here in America. And I know that's a little, you know, uh, uh, a little one-sided, but my experience, that's, that's why I got into medical because I saw these people making money hand over fist, and I'm like, how? How did you do that? And, you know, now that I'm in it, I realize that it's because females like to hire females. It has nothing to do with skill set. It has nothing to do with degrees. It's just that they, you know, I did another show recently. I don't know if this helped, this helped answer the question, but um, the question on the table was fathers, right? Mm-hmm. and what they're going through in regards to children. And I said, you know, a long time ago, a man went against another man and said, women need to have rights to these kids. Because it used to be back in the pilgrim time where children were automatically given to the father without any recourse. Well, mm-hmm. now you got the situation where men have been so concerned with ladies' rights, and in many type, type, types of ways that's true, that now government daddy done got so abusive toward this situation that the the, the the family is unbalanced. And even when I listen to y'all's show, it, it's like, how can a man find his identity sometimes in these marriages mm-hmm. when they're obviously not equal anymore? They're obviously not respected. And the guys who are not married are looking at y'all like, hang in there, brother. I know it's hard. <laughs> I'm serious. It's, it's, it's like, you know, I mean, dudes, I've seen dudes go into marriages like, it's great, it's beautiful, I believe in love. Next thing you know, why y'all get married? Well, she felt we grew apart. Grew apart? That's a, You didn't cheat? You didn't hit? You just, she just felt she could do better? Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I, I just want to say real quick. You know, it's amazing how women all over the world talk about they want a man, and how society is changing what a man looks like. It's amazing to hear people, men, in these uncomfortable situations, and just saying something as simple as "I'm not discussing this right now" can bring a whole different paradigm. You know, we're back. Day, you know, not even 20 years ago, if a man said, I'm not talking about this right now, that would be it. And that was talking about it. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, if a man says, hey, I'm not talking about this right now, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Soon, you're going right. to have to go to the museum to see what a, man, what a real man is. I tell you, Ike, it's funny that you say that because it doesn't... I, I remember a time when my father would say, end the discussion, and that would be it. Yeah. Now he can't say that in his marriage. <laughs> he done lost it. He can't say anything because she's going to challenge everything he says. 
You know, so I mean, you know, just in his lifetime has changed, and it's just in his marriage has changed. Mm. You know, back in the day, say, man, look, turn the lights off, TV out, everybody go to sleep, the whole house would be dark mm. in seconds. Now it's like, wow, I'm watching. Excuse me, you're in the way. I'm watching something. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just times have changed. Mm. Well, that doesn't. I mean, you know, speaking of <laughs> before I get to this, gosh, oh my! <laughs> you know, Go ahead, Mr. Holmes. I'm sorry. Right on time, okay. And this is my monkey wrench, and, and I need y'all to sit down on this one because we're talking about changed times. All right. Early today, I was sending out invites to like the new Married Man Don't Talk show Facebook page. I was sending out my invites. I had a good friend in high school that we were tight. I wouldn't cross my fingers. I wouldn't cross my fingers that tight, but we were tight. We would, you know, show each other, introduce each other to women, and we were really, really good friends. And... um so the other day, I, well, today when I sent him an in- invite, he asked me, can, I, can he come on the show? I said, sure you can. But before I, act, before I said sure you can, um, I've been getting posts in my, and I'm not going to say his name, uh, but if you go to my uh, Facebook page, you will see who I'm talking about. Um, he got married at the Grammys. Sunday or Monday night, whenever it was played, um, but he got married to a dude. And he's on TV at the Grammys, him and his new husband, and they're getting married on TV. And because of changed times, he thought it was okay because he was a married man, married to a man, to come on the show and discuss married men topics. Wow. And this is the first person I ever never wanted to turn away but had to turn away because we don't discuss his type of issues. And when I told him this, it's funny because the topic is insensitivity. He said, You're, you are not sensitive to the times, and you are not sensitive to me, and I am supposed to be a friend of yours. I said, dude, I did not know you were like that. Remember, the last time we really hung out, we was passing each other girls. I have nothing in common as far as relationship goes because I'm not going to pass you a man. And you're definitely not going to pass me. <laughs> So during this time shift or paradigm shift or dispensation of time, do you think that we as married men married the way that a Christian man is supposed to be married, which is to a woman, how do you, how much 
insensitivity to or insensitive actions or how should our actions be? And and this this is very disturbing to me because this was a cool dude. I mean, me and him was down like I mean everywhere together on Friday Saturday night we was, and and now he wants me to be sensitive to his situation and sensitive to the times and understanding what's going on in the world today and pretty much deal with it and coincide with it and agree with it. That's the problem with the gay agenda. That's really what it's about. Okay, Um, jam it down our throat, no pun intended, um, that that we're supposed to not just, you know, know, be okay with it, but now it's supposed to be looked at as, as a real marriage and be, be on a level footing of what marriage really is. Yeah, Mr. Host, um, you know, going back to your, your question, uh, I want to attempt to answer it. Um, and you guys may not like my answer because, you know, because of, of the culture, um, he is a married man. That is a is a fact. You now society recognizes his marriage. Uh, that is a fact. And on this show, we welcome cheaters, liars, divorcees, adulterers. I mean, it, so now that, that now listen to me now. I mean. It's 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 difficult because he was right. We actually are being insensitive because Jesus doesn't, you know, he he doesn't close the door. Say, oh, you know, you sin this way, you, you can't come into my church. You can't come into my house. He doesn't separate, you know, the sins, and he doesn't rank them or divide them. Saying, okay, you guys, you stand over here. You know, we'll we'll see if we can get you in. But you guys, you liars, you cheaters, you can come on into my house and we can chill. You gossipers, you know, come on in, it's cool. But you over here, you know, eh, you're homosexual, eh, you know. Jesus wouldn't do that. So, you know, hear what I'm saying. Don't, you know, don't twist my words to think that I endorse his marriage because I don't. However... In a sense, he was absolutely correct that, to a degree, we are insensitive. Now, I don't want the Married Men Don't Talk show to be a platform for same-sex marriage. That's not what we do here. Understand me clearly. However, to a degree, he was actually correct that when, you know, he's like, hey, I'm a married man now, bro, homie. Yeah. No, can I, can I come on your married men don't talk show? And we like yeah. oh um mm, um mm, oh, mm, mm. but at the same token, we have people that come on here with with every other sin, and we welcome with open arms. We welcome them with open arms, but this one thing, you know. So I mean, I I just say that y- y'all can take it one way that the other. You can agree or disagree. You know, the CEO might have something to say on it. I don't know, you know, but that's just my thoughts on the matter at this moment, you know. 
Mm. Well, you know, we don't we don't we don't allow women to talk on our show. Yes, sir. So first first of all, we'd have to find out what role he plays in that marriage. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Are you the man or are you the woman? I mean, I don't know. Mm. If you say you're a married man, oh yeah, then you're a married man. Okay, then you fit the 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 guidelines. Not necessarily. I mean, don't come here thinking it's going to be that we're going to cater to what you do. Just like Andrew said, there's no way to because we're 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 heterosexuals. I mean, it is what it is. We always yes. have been. So so yes. no, we're not going to because he could learn something from this. If you're in a marriage. You could possibly take something from this, which is great, you know. Yes. But you may not, you may not get your questions answered, or you might. I don't know. But you got to find out what part you play in it. If you're the woman part of it, no, you can't come on. If you're the man part of it, then you know it may be different. <laughs> it's up for debate. <laughs> up for debate. I don't know. I don't know. We good? Yeah, we're good. Go ahead, man. Okay, what's going on here? Yeah, something happened with the phone. Yeah. Darren, you still there? Hello? I don't know if he's there. I see him on. Well, I had a monkey wrench. Um, sure. I'll uh, switch directions as the host is getting back on, but... um. In 1990, Ralph Tresvant released his self-titled album, mm-hmm. and it featured the number one hit single, Sensitivity. Mm-hmm. And if y'all remember, the lyrics to the song was, you need a man with sensitivity, a man like me. Do y'all remember that song? Mm-hmm. And my monkey wrench is simply this, fellas. Was Ralph right? You know, because in, in our culture, back to the culture, you know, um, before, you know, I don't know if, it, if it's as, as much uh, present today, but before, a sensitive man was uh, soft sausage. You know, he lacked machismo. Um, so, in a sense, the man was a brute, uh, you know, and, and tough and... In, in a sense, it was acceptable for him to be insensitive. And, you know, my question is, you know, Ralph saying back in 1990, you know, you need a man with sensitivity, a man like me. Was he right? Is, is that what, does a woman need a sensitive man or no? Uh, there's a lot of play in that. Okay. Um, a woman wants a man, and then Ralph Tresman lyrics is saying, telling the woman that you need a man that's sensitive. 
being a man, you have to be sensitive of everything. And because you are sensitive of everything, it can make you insensitive in dealing with individuals or, you know, in dealing with your wife. You have to be sensitive to the fact that your wife is being emotional right now and you can tell that there's, you know, something else that's that's for the greater good of the marriage if we continue this conversation. And you have to recognize that. And sometimes you have to say, okay, we're not going to talk about this right now because, you know, you, you don't explain why. You just say we're not going to talk about it, and that's good enough. But you have to be married to the right woman also because if you're married to the wrong woman and you attempt to say, okay, well, we're not going to talk about this right now, well, now you're insensitive. Now it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And so are you being a man? Yes. Are you being insensitive? In her eyes, yeah. But in another woman's eyes, no, you're not. You're being a man. So, you know, it, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. And, no, Ralph Tresman is wrong. I mean, you, 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 you need a man that is sensitive, but he's sensitive to everything. Because if a, if a man is just sensitive to his woman, and he forgets everything else, then he's going to end up, you know, it's, it's going to be a sham because now you're just going to have two women, you know, no pun intended on what the last subject was about. But basically <laughs> right. you're going to have a dude just always bending and molding himself to always make her happy and not, you know, not uh, damage her feelings. And, and just imagine something like that where every interaction with another person that that other person is doing all they can to make sure that they don't in no way impede on your feelings or say something that could be misconstrued or taken out of context that could be harmful or what you deem as harmful or something like that. Just imagine that. Every interaction. That's good. Well, Ralph, let me ask you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ralph also said, you know, that, you won't be out without love. You know, you don't need a man who can give you any money, who can give you just money. You know, so I think that, you know, like you said, is that we as men generally look at, well, you know, I paid a mortgage and, uh, you know, she got food in the refrigerator and she got a nice car to drive and, I'm probably echoing Darren's wife's sentiments when she infiltrated the show. <laughs> I mean, she said the same thing. She said, you know, he got a nice house, and nice car to drive, food in the refrigerator. We think as men that we've done our job and we can just chill out, you know. Whereas Ralph was like, nah, you know, I'm going I'm to be that sensitive cat too, you know, and... It, I mean, you have to, sometimes you have to be sensitive to them. You have to be. Sometimes you have to be. Sometimes you have to speak their love language and, you know, in an overwhelming amount. But for the most part, if I'm worried about my pipes busting or I'm worried about the sump pump not functioning or I'm worried about the transmission going out in a 4 by 4 and we're in the middle of a blizzard, I don't have time to talk to you about a sensitive subject that you know pushes my button. And then I damn sure don't have time to explain to you why I don't have time to talk about it. Mm. Because I'm sensitive to everything. 
as a man. That's my responsibility. So what you worried about right now ain't even ain't even on my ranking with uh, with all my other priorities. And when you say sensitive to everything, do you mean aware and engaged in everything? Is, I mean, I mean you... exactly what I'm saying. Some things you may you may you, when I say sensitive, I mean aware. Basically, okay. that's what I mean. Some things you're engaged in, some things you're just aware of. Well, let me ask this question. I mean, I don't know how much. I I, I wouldn't finish talking about my boy. <laughs> I, I was hoping you would, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Rodney, <laughs> Rodney said that he didn't think, or he thought that we were being sensitive to his situation because we allow other sinners or people who have sinned or different kind of sins on this show but we can't allow or we would be insensitive to him because he is a married man. Now, that that doesn't mean break rules. I mean, I wasn't, I'm not willing to break rules for anybody. I don't care how much I love you. I don't care how much we, you know, how much in common we have. I don't care. I can't care about certain things because it goes against what we're about. Now, uh, Practicing a lifestyle in sin that doesn't show any forward progression, mm. and I'm not saying we're a bunch of super Christians <laughs> on this. <laughs> but, but what I am saying is we're trying to progress each, and that's why we come on this call each and every week to forward progress and in, in, in the in the forward motion to get better. You know, yeah, we might have sinned last week, but this week we didn't do what we did last week, and we turned away from that, so to speak. So we don't want to uh, confuse the atmosphere by saying, hey, I mean, a, um, a, a gay Christian is just like saying I am a murdering Christian. I'm pr- I murder every day. But I'm a Christian. No, you, you, we we can't we can't put ourselves in that same category. So a gay person that's married to another man on this show, I don't think that fits us because everybody on here will light him up. We don't have nothing in common. Even though our problems are the same, he's going to be fussing about his man dipping in other dudes. We can't relate to that. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Host, and maybe a little little off topic, but that same man that we're talking about, and he got married on TV to another man, um, if he said to you, hey, bro, can I come to church with you Sunday, what would you tell him? Well, sure. I don't have no problem with that. You talking about him and his Just him. Not even his husband, just him. You want to come oh, yeah, to yeah, come on, dude. I may bring anybody to church, but this ain't church. <laughs> okay, but listen to what I'm trying to tell you. This is what I'm trying to tell you. It's, 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 it's not. It's not church. Mm. But he may come here and get church-like results. He may come in here and be um, among men of God 
and get some information that he didn't have before. Mm. Mm. Follow what I'm saying? How can it help him, though? Really, how can it yeah, help let, him, let, his relationship? We talk about relationships here. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And <laughs> believe me, I understand what you're saying, but I don't really know if, and again, it would probably would be uncomfortable for him in this arena. But what I'm saying is I don't really know if we have the right to tell him no. Yeah, and I would, let me jump in here and go back to what the host uh, just said um, a few minutes earlier. And I think that's really probably the direction, you know, we need to go with it. Uh, we can take it offline, absolutely. But, um, and and that's why, you know, I, that's why I don't like this show. I love this show because of, of discussions like this. But, you know, to the host point is that we know that if a brother got on here that was heterosexual and was telling us how we could cheat on our wives and that's what he, you know, that's what he cheats on his wife and he talks about it and he was like, look, you know, I got these bad chicks, you know, just hit me up. You know, just if that was what he was talking about, we wouldn't tolerate him either. <laughs> so the thing about it, you know, back to the to the host point is that we come on here, I come on here to get help to get better. So if a guy, the the goal is that if that guy got on here that was cheating on his wife, his uh the guidance that we would give him would would ultimately be to stop cheating on his wife. Now, maybe that wouldn't be tomorrow. Maybe it wouldn't be next week, next year. But our consistent goal would be to stop cheating on your wife, and we're not interested in cheating on our wives. That's not who we are today in 2014. Maybe some of us were there in previous lives, but not today. We're not interested. You can take that garbage elsewhere. So to an extent is that we wouldn't tolerate the guy that boasts about cheating on his wife and offers up uh, ladies that we could cheat with the same way that we can't tolerate a guy who is, the, in, in the same sense, living a lifestyle that we don't approve of. You know, so it, it's, it's a fine line, but it's the, it's the same side of, uh, of, I mean, it's two sides of the same coin. You know that we're giving him help to go back to live a lifestyle that we don't approve in in either sense, whether it's the heterosexual man cheating on his wife, or whether it's the homosexual man, you know, going back to his husband. You know, and granted, like like you know, the CEO said is that absolutely, absolutely unequivocally, that homosexual man can get some help dealing with his husband. With the stuff that we talk about, because when it all comes down, it's all relationship related, you know, whether it's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. co-worker, family, you know, children, you know, in-laws, it's all the same, brothers, you know. Yeah. So absolutely, he could get help with his same-sex relationship. But as the host said, you know, the goal is what we do is say, hey, brother, we we don't cheat on our wives, and we we will hope that. You at some point you will stop. You know that's that's not what we do here. 
So uh, that, that's just my two cents on it. I'll turn the mic over to anybody who wants it. And 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 to the host, you, uh, you did what you handled it. I'll just put it that way. Um, I haven't been confronted with that. I don't think Rodney or P Town has been confronted with that. I have not. So you handled it the best way that you know. I don't know how I would have handled it. You know, other than saying that that's that's not what we do here. Well, I just, I mean, I, it was, the conversation was more in-depth as, as far as, because I got, what do you want to talk about, you know? And and he was like, well, we have issues too. And I'm like, well, now you're separating or segregating yourself from the other we, you know? You're talk, uh, you know, we as man and husband and wife have issues, but then now you're separating, well, we have issues too. So I knew right then, well, you guys got to get your own station and talk about your issues because the only person that's going to understand what you guys are going through is somebody who's in it with you. Yeah, no doubt. And and we and I would love to have you on, man. I don't want to turn – I wouldn't turn nobody away. Because, matter of fact, I mean, I was wondering why he didn't join in a long time ago because I've been sending him invites all this time. <laughs> I was wondering why he didn't accept. I was like, that's supposed to be my boy. But anyway, whatever, you know. And, you know, people just like, okay, I'm not doing that, whatever he's into, whatever he's into. But now it just it was clear to me why he didn't. And he said, I didn't want to do that because I was on the – and every time I was like, hey, man, check out the show. And he would just go around and, hey, man, you check out my new clothing line. You check out my new watches. And we got some watches. Go ahead and support a brother. I'm like, okay, I'll support a brother. But you support a brother too. But I just never knew. So that, so you know. let me ask you a question, Mr. Host. Hmm? How long y'all been friends? Since we was in 9th, uh, 10th, 11th? 9th, 10th, 11th grade high school. Well, this brother gets married on national TV, and you ain't have a clue? Not a clue, dude. I, like really? I, look, man, when I was in the world, I was in the world. Okay? So, and, and, and he was in there. I mean, he, don't say that too lightly, man. A lot of people in the world was in the world. They done flip-flopped. Well, I wasn't <laughs> with no dude. You know, I, I mean, I was, you know, me and him was like, look, Cheerleader, you you had it. Okay, well it's my turn. You know, it was like it was like okay. You know, she easy. Oh, what? Where? Okay, well, hook on, sit on this way. Uh, it was like that, but it was for females. You know, it was like let's go out to to eat, let's go to the movies, and and it's always two or three of us rolling out. But it was never none of that. You know, this was the nineties, man. You know, you nobody early eight, late eighties, and early nineties. was nobody looking at no dudes, you know? We men. <laughs> I mean, I'm borrowing money from you. You borrow money from me. You over my mama house. I'm over your mama house. You know, we we, we was cool and kicking it. Yeah, I got you. But, but never, That's never final answer. an answer. Huh? <laughs> That's your That's final answer. answer. <laughs> final answer is no. I never bent over for no dude. No, no, no. We, we, no, no, we no. no. So, Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? You know, till you saw it on TV. I, 
I never knew, man. I, I never knew because it, it was like back back in that time, it was like nobody said nothing. I don't. I mean, and dudes that was flaming gay, you knew they was flaming. But the dudes that weren't, you know, you just they weren't. You, that just wasn't normal. And I yeah, guess you had to, you know. Yeah, and I think that you know, like you said, if if someone was flaming, you know, and and talking. You know, almost like a woman. You know, like like the, like the CEO said. I mean, we we, we can't have that. Um, but you know, again, if it was, and the, and the bottom line, fellas, that we may have had a gay man on the show, and if he was talking like like you or like I, you may not have. You know, if he didn't disclose that, you know, I'm going to take this information back to my husband or my boyfriend or whatever. If he didn't reveal that information, you know, he. You know, I mean, it is what it is, you know, so, you know, but like you said, I mean, I think that it's, it, I, I, I've said what I needed to say on, on that, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is this a taboo? I mean, why are we not standing up, and I don't want to take it in any different direction, but why do we feel the need to be sensitive to something that we're against? I don't understand why why sensitivity has to be even a thought when it's just flat out wrong. Well, I mean, if you want to, okay, well, the fact that it could be wrong, right? Could be. But, you know, we're not talking about could be. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Well, what I'm saying is, the reason why I say it could be, because with us it's wrong, but with that person it's not. Okay. okay. You see what I'm saying? So, so, so. There's a disagreement there. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And if you ever want to get your point across to someone who feels that they're right, you have to be sensitive and mm-hmm. with your approach. You just can't come in and be like, man, that's wrong, dude. Man, you need to change it. No, you've got to come on a sensitive approach. How can I get this person to talk to me and listen to my opinion of how I feel as though it should be different? And I think that goes back to the marriage piece as well. Just like we said earlier, you know what I mean? Okay, certain things have changed in the marriage, but you don't know how to get it across to your wife that we need to go back to the way it was. So you got to have that sensitive piece. So the, the, the guard is down and they're welcoming the conversation. But when you go in there all insensitive and judgmental, you're not going to get a response. You're not going to get a welcome. You're going to get a man, so you, you know, nah, that's all right, man. We ain't got to talk about that. So when you say judgmental, you can't just give a flat-out no. That's not judgmental. That's just, I mean, well, I guess I guess the way I look at it, if Jesus would have told them the same way and I'm supposed to be just like him, then I need to be as bold, I mean, not judgmental, but just bold in 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 the decision making process, yeah, just but, like but with again, our wives. We got to be. Again, listen. Mm-hmm. Again, you 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 it's still not your call to make, because when you bring up when you put Jesus into it, that friend of yours can still go to heaven by practicing the lifestyle of what is against the word. Can still or? go to heaven. What about that, Pete? Why not? Well, I don't, I don't want to get into. I mean, we 
none of us have a heaven or hell to put anyone well, what in. What I'm saying so, is, but what I'm so saying is, there's certain things that we can all do that will assure us a spot, and He can do the same right. thing. We've yeah, all made, we've all done things that some people will look at us and be like, "You'll never go to heaven." Correct. Yeah, yeah I feel you on that. You're lying out of that person. Go ahead, Rod. Go ahead. Yeah, and I agree with you on that front, and I think that you know one thing even though I hate to equate it to the church, but, I mean, it is what it is, that the one thing we do here is life-changing, is life-altering. You know, that's the goal. You know, to not get on at 9.30 and get off at 12.30 and be the same man. You know, the yeah. goal is to take something back, you know, um, you know, to, you know, your wife, your family, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, but you have to be immersed in it you can't you know we have plenty of guys every week that are on the outside looking in that have no idea what we talked about about insensitivity because they never dialed in to know the different directions that the 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 topic went you know so in the same way with the church is that you know people you know god can change people sure and you know, and when they come to church, you know, when they come to God, they, you know, it's, it's some desire to want to be changed. And that's, you know, that's where the fine line is, is that if you come in, you know, to, to what we do, wanting to be changed, then I think you're absolutely welcome, you know. And that's not for me to, to, to judge or whatever, but, I mean, the whole goal is to come here and leave you know, not the same. So, and again, I use the—I I like to use the heterosexual man cheating on his wife. Um, you know, if he were to get on and continue to cheat on his wife, and, and that's what his conversation was about, as we talked about insensitivity and you know, and all those, all these good things, all the good topics that we have. And and I think that at a point, he wouldn't come back. Because we're not going to co-sign his behavior, we're not going to pity his behavior, and it's going to get, you know, a bit too hot. So this is not the arena, the forum that he will feel welcome in um, because, again, the goal is to change. The goal is to be better. You know, the, the goal is to be the best husband, the best father that you can be, and you can't do that. If you're not living, if you're trying to walk right, you know, daily. And so, you know, yes, you know, it, the door is open, but at the same time, you know, we can't give a homosexual guy a platform, you know, and nor are we going to co-sign his behavior. So it's a matter of, you know, do they want to change or do they just want to get on and grandstand? Because we're not going to, we don't let anybody grandstand. You know, we're not going to have that. You know, we cut your mic off. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is an open forum for everybody to speak. So if you're going to grandstand about cheating on your wife or, you know, or grandstand about planting a flag about uh, homosexual relationships, we're not going to tolerate that. Well, let, 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 me, let me address one thing that you said. Yes, sir. And I'm going to try to tie it back to you. Um, sure. You said someone may come on the show 
wanting to change, and we may facilitate that. Yes, Did I hear that correctly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, something that we've always talked about that happens on this show are aha moments. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and I'm going to talk about you in this instant. Um, mm-hmm. We had our marriage uh, uh, conference. Mm-hmm. And we did a um, question on social media, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. we all agreed that social media was a non-factor. It was nothing. Who cares about that? We, we, it was a no big issue. And you realized after it, everything came out that social media for you may have been a situation in your marriage. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? So you didn't walk in looking for change. You didn't walk in saying, yeah, I got this social media issue, I need some help with it. No. But the aha moment was when you found out that there was an issue that you really didn't know about. So the point that I'm making is a person may not come here looking for change but still receive change Mm. because they were oblivious to their surroundings. Well, I don't know if I agree with that, (laughs) y'all. I don't know if okay. I do. Okay. I, I agree. I agree with what you said. I agree with what you're saying about, you know, an aha moment. But the only aha moment that a gay person can come on the show is, hey, you're not supposed to be gay. The only aha moment that they can walk away with or the planet sees that they're going to walk away with is, hey, this is the wrong direction for my lifestyle. This is not you. the lifestyle that because I used this analogy before. If you're making a Duncan Hines cake, you can't get the instructions from a Pillsbury box in gotcha. order for that Duncan Hines cake to turn out right. So we gotta look at the author of marriage, who made it up. Okay. And gave the instructions to how to be married. I got you. If you're so not following that instruction, then you're not reproducing. And if you're not reproducing, then it's, it's, that, that has an expiration date. So it's just it's foul, and it's, you know, if it's not productive, then it's no good. So now this is a productive show. This sure. is a living show. This is a show that you can listen to, and I don't care how old it is. You can go as deep in the archives as four or five years ago and find something in every last one of them that's going to help your marriage. And by the time, let's say a person can listen to 250 shows, all episodes straight. By the time they get off and finish, they will be the type of man, I don't care how old the show is, they will be the type of man that's ready and willing, armed with a whole bunch of knowledge to do the right thing with their wife wife and husband and children (laughs) and, and, and side chicks and everything okay. else you're not supposed to have, you're going to be ready to go out at that. Now, let's take a gay person, the same person. Well, you, I mean, you you got to let me, I mean, you jumping, man. you got to let me address <laughs> yeah. some of these things. you got to let him rebuttal. Have a rebuttal. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Now, now again, and, 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 and I'm going to prove to you why we're not qualified to say okay. what you just said. You know, okay. let's just say you don't have the ingredients to the cake, you ain't make the cake. Somebody gave you a cake and said, here's your cake. It just so <laughs> happens that, that, that 
that this cake they gave you is a cake of a homosexual lifestyle because something may have happened to you. Okay. Right. Something you 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 know the hand that you were dealt may not have been the one that you thought, but now you end up in a situation where it is now you're you're gay or whatever happens. It's not right. okay. genetic, you know. So now you're in a situation where you're a little you you're here now. Okay, now I'm gay and I got this husband or whatever the case may be. But there's a there was a path to that. Right. Right. Course, now yeah. now now we may not know about this path. But with this path there's some there's some there's some some bumpy roads that haven't been paved. Okay. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So now uh-huh. they get around a group of men like us that they have never been around before. Mm. And now mm. it's like, well, wait a minute. What did, mm. I, what did I do? Okay. You feel and what I'm saying? What decision I, I did I make? You know, maybe I didn't have to make that decision. Maybe I could have not listened to these people and listened, just like the man that's been cheating on his wife. Mm. He's been listening to his boys that have been cheating on their wives. That's the hand that he's been dealt he just didn't know about the other side. He didn't know mm. that there's another side of guys that don't cheat on their wives, and it's okay to be faithful. Or it's mm. okay to not be gay. It's okay to marry a woman. Or it's okay to do certain things. But if you close that door, and, I, and I'm not trying to, 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 to flip it and saying that we should have this type of open format. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that we don't know why a person would be led to this venue. They could be led to this venue in a way to seek something that somebody's going to say that may change their life. That's all I'm saying. And that's, you know, and I'm thank you for saying that because that's kind of exactly what I was going to say. Um, and, you know, just, you know, I'll, I'll pitch it back to you after I say this, Mr. Host, is that it is not impossible for a gay man, married man, to get on here and, and to be around some strong, heterosexual, head of household, intelligent, articulate brothers and to stop being gay. That's not impossible. Uh, you know, when you wrote, when you said what you said, it, you, you made it, with the cake analogy, you made it seem like it was, it was, it's impossible for a gay man to get on here and to be like, you know what? I had this, you know, and then, you know, that happened to me when I was a, a child. You know, I, I'm really not gay. I'm just, mm. you know, people, so, you know, supported me, and they were like, do you. That's the culture. That's our society. You know, if you have fun with it, do your thing. Ain't nobody going to judge you. Ain't nobody, you know. So don't get it twisted to think that, you know, we open the door to a gay man who's, you know, he comes on at 9.30 saying he's gay, but just like you said, what if he goes and gets into the archives and it takes him 250 shows and then guess what? He realizes he ain't gay. Mm. So don't Because he got you know, turned don't... out. Because Rodney, because Rodney, guess what? He got yeah. turned out by somebody. And maybe he come in and get turned back out. Turn back around. Man, huh? gosh almighty. Ain't nothing impossible. Gosh almighty. There's nothing impossible. That's right. Ain't nothing impossible, nothing impossible for God. Yeah, it's not. Nothing. It's not. It's not our will. This show That's ain't right. our will. We just show up with a, with a with a topic and invite folks. That's what we do. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that, that really sounds. Everybody got to hear some things to say because I got to say something else. <laughs> I mean, in theory, in theory, you you absolutely correct. In theory, right. yes, I did not. Hey, know. No, ain't no, 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 ain't no but. You can period. Ain't no buts, buddy. Ain't no buts to it. That's it. It is. Well, okay, is so in theory, you're right. You know, it, it, that's what it is. We're not, and, and if you play the odds, you know, chances are probably not. Again, that guy that's cheating on his wife and wants to continue to do that, he will hang up and continue to cheat on his wife. The odds are, you know, in that favor. Same thing with the gay man. But there's also, you know, that 1%, 2%, 5% chance. I don't know, you know, but there's also the possibility that, and we don't, that's the thing is that we don't know. We do not know, like Tony said, is that guys who have been on our show l- downloaded in the archives that we don't know, and they cheating on their wives. And then until they get on, it's like, man, these these guys don't cheat on their wives, and 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 they're cool, and they talk about it, and they and they stop cheating on their wives from something that okay, we man. said, and we ain't ever talked to them. They ain't never said a word on our show. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, let me ask so, you I mean, we, Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Once upon a time, then we used to have an agnostic on our show. Yeah, we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we did agnostic atheist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they welcome sure, too. Sure. Yeah, we did. Yeah, they welcome. <laughs> yeah, they welcome. They all welcome. But what happened when they came? They stayed. They stayed the whole time. And you know what they said? You know what they said? They for a said long time. Yeah, for a long yeah. time. Yeah, P Town. Remember? Um, they said that. You know, typically when they, you know, and, and the thing was the, the, the conversation was going how it was. It was late, and we were talking to God, talking to Jesus, talking at that time or whatever. But okay. on the front end, you know, he was like, you know, I don't believe, you know, at some point he revealed that he didn't believe in God or whatever his belief was. And we were like, all right, cool. You know, we continued to talk about what we were going to talk about, the topic, and then we sprinkled a little God and Jesus in it on the back end. And he was comfortable. He, he he complimented us for making him so comfortable with our beliefs up against his beliefs and we didn't we didn't make him feel, you know, inferior in any way. Even though he is. You know, he, he was he was comfortable and like Tony said, he stayed a long time. And we knew he was agnostic. We knew he was agnostic. So it wasn't like ah, you know, get out of here, you know, we we Jesus freaks over it. Nah, man. We were just talking marriage stuff. That dude had marriage problems. He could relate. Right. Mm-hmm. But do you think the person that's not going by the the code or by the instruction, I mean, if I give you an instruction to get a certain place, I mean, you can take detours, but you end up you're going to end up in the same place. But if you're not even going in the right direction, if the direction of the instructions is it's all the way over there in north. If you continue yeah. to go south, no, I, no. Let, let me let me let me help you, Mr. Host. Let me help. Help, 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 help. I, <laughs> I'm gonna help you. And then I used to think the same way because I teach, uh, you know, in my spare time, you know, I used to teach high schoolers. You know, now I've graduated to uh, uh, teaching young adults Sunday school. And, right. Okay. You know, and you know me, I prepare. You know, I be dropping it. You know, they. I mean, the lessons were off the chain. You know, what mm-hmm. I be sprinkling rap lyrics and and artists because I, you know, get immersed in the culture just so I can relate. Blase, blase, blase. So, long story short, 
you know, I'd be teaching and laying out these lessons, and, you know, I see these high schoolers, you know, go from week to week to week to month to month to month, and it ain't no change. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, I laid down this great lesson, and I just, I just don't see no change. Mm-hmm. But here's, here's the gift. Here's the grace of God. Okay. You know, and I and 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 I just you know at some I I, I was uh, it was revealed to me that that's not for me to see. Mm. It's not for me to teach a class for forty five minutes and to see them get saved and and make a one hundred eighty degree turn and start walking right as a sixteen year old. That was not for me to see. But here's the grace of the God is that when they come back from college, they come see me because I'm still there. You know, I'm teaching, you know, I done graduated, so, you know, I'm I'm teaching in the young adult class or whatever. So, you know, if they come to that Sunday school, if they come, they're in my class again. And you know what they say? They say, Mr. Rodney, you know, some of that stuff you were teaching, you know, that was was the real deal. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. thank you. Thank you for that. And that's for those that, that come back. You know, some I don't see. They graduate from college, they go to the military, they move off, and I never see them again. But guess what? I don't know that something I said in a Sunday school class one Sunday morning was was a seed that was planted that someone right. else in Colorado will see the growth, you know, that the, the, a seed that Rodney planted, that Rodney was like, this seed, it, they ain't doing nothing here. Ain't no growth here, you know. But by the time they mature, they harken back to something I said, something I taught, which was just a seed, you know, then it starts to, you know, germinate. So we're, we have to remember that we're not here to plant the seed, water it, sunshine it, and, and watch the growth. Right, right, right. We may not see that. Right. You may never, and some people, you know, sometimes God gives us grace and allows us to see that again. Some of the some of the teens, the young adults now, they come back, they see me, they dap me up, they be like, "Yeah, Mr. Roddy, you you you, you was on point eight years ago when I was, you know, not paying attention in in, in your Sunday school class." You know, so okay. you know, just remember that you know it's it's just you may not see the growth; you just plant the seed. You know, and the seed you plant, you know it's going to be fruitful because you know, you know, as as the Bible says, you know, uh, you can tell a tree by the fruit that it bears. So you know what you're planting is good fruit. There's no debating that we're on the same page, brother. You know, just mm-hmm. know that that seed, you're not going to see the growth. You're not going to see that gay man that came on at 930 turn over a new leaf at 1230 when we hang up the phone. Right. You don't even need yeah. to look for that. You don't need to even, you know, you just you just planting the seed. That, you know, we yeah. heterosexuals, we don't cheat on our wives, and, you know, one man, one woman, whatever you got to say, you know, throughout the, the, the topic, you know, and leave it at that. But okay. you may not see that man ultimately. It may be five years later and say, man, I was on that married man on talk show and all them, you know, them guys saying my lifestyle and this and that, and I've changed. Well, you you're right. You, I mean, I'm not here to bash anybody because right. that's not that. our job. And we yeah. and we are. I mean, I I, I still that's love such a you. harsh word. That's such a harsh word. Bash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, we know. I mean, yeah. We, we we I'm I'm not here to do that. But at the same time, you know, I mean, I'll go back and invite him if he hadn't unfriended me. You know, I'll invite his whole. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you see, we flipped you that quick. Did we flip you that? <laughs> wow! You want to go invite the man on the show? <laughs> well, because because um, I, I just told him he wasn't going to talk about. You don't do well under talk. questioning, sir. You don't talk. do well under a line of questioning at all. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Darren. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead, Mr. Holmes. Go ahead, Mr. But I didn't want to. I, I don't. I didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable because he wanted to talk about something else. He wanted to address certain issues. You know, I had a couple of guys that wanted to address certain issues, and then I they're not on tonight. And yeah. um, but he was he was one of the ones that want to address an issue that we couldn't. We we're not familiar with helping him with, and and I didn't sure. want him to embarrass himself. I said, well, you know what? That's not something we cover. Um, sure. If you don't know who the who the who the male in your relationship is, we can't. There's no way we can tell you that. I mean, no, no. I, I, I couldn't address that situation. There's no shows because I told him to check the archives. To you know, maybe his situation is in there. But then he told me, well, I, I kind of want to know, you know, who's supposed to be the dominant one. When both of us are, I mean, dude, I can't. No, see, we ain't listen, 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 listen to what you're saying, and now, now, now you're proving my point, right? Okay. So He's in a situation where he doesn't even know the situation. Mm. Mm. How do you get in a situation like that and don't know your role? Don't know whether you're the woman or the man. That tells you something's wrong. That tells you somewhere along the line he got lost in the shuffle. He's yeah. re- he needs to be realigned, man. At some point, say, "Well, dude, your your position should be the man, the head of the house, with a woman." Right? Yeah, and and that's what I, that's okay. That's what I told yeah. him. He was on the phone about an hour, but that's what I told yeah. him. And he said, "No, no, you don't understand. I, you're right. I don't understand." And I, kind of, <laughs> I was. But neither does he. Right. Neither does he. Right. Neither, ne- yeah. 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 Well, I, I mean, that's just something I didn't. I would, I wouldn't want him to embarrass himself, and I and I would want I wouldn't want none of us to be juggling trying to figure out how to help this brother. And it's like, and you know, the end result is you ain't supposed to be with him. And you know, that's not <laughs> <laughs> right. We feel you on that, brother. I mean, it's 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 dicey. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's absolutely dicey when you're dealing with ninety nine point nine percent on this show you know heterosexual guys with wives some of them with wives some single but they you know they date women and then you have one that's with a man i mean it's difficult i mean it's, it's definitely yeah. a challenge you know i wouldn't take but anything I definitely away from would that. want to come up with a format to, to to bless all people i mean um because we we got a couple of guys you know that we do know of that their sons or their dads or their cousins or they know somebody who's going through this issue. And, you know, and we would want to help everybody by nature. You know, we don't want to turn anybody away. Sure. Yeah, but I think you just but, answered your own question. We are, we, we already have created that. Yeah. You know. That's what we <laughs> You know, and, if they, and the thing is, it goes back, if they want the help that we're giving, hey, you know, join in. Right. We're not going to co-sign cheating on your wife, nor are we going to co-sign you having a husband and you a dude. Or, right. or people just saying offensive things. Right. People get on here saying offensive things. They're going to be muted. Exactly. 
Same thing. We, they just get the mute button. Same thing. <laughs> the button. Yeah. And then they got to go and they go in timeout. Like, it's just like somebody comes on and, and is cursing and, and, and degrading right. women. We're not going to have yeah. that. No. That's right. Put them in timeout. Yep. Put them in timeout, they eventually hang up because they can't have right. it their way. Exactly. 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 I, I, and, I, and I totally understand that, but it was just the issues that he was, I was like, well, what kind of things you would want to talk about? And every subject was like a, I mean, we no, we don't deal with that either. No, ain't nobody on there that can help you with that, bro. Uh, that one neither. You know? well, what do y'all do? What do y'all what kind of show y'all call yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I would I said, say that you know you, you can definitely told, help him. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I said you can definitely help him. You know, and I think that you're his friend for a reason. And I would just say that you know be consistent. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, you gotta. I mean, you gotta change your approach. You know, because again, you could tell you could tell a a, a a cheating guy. You know, you could relate to him. You know, but at the same time, you could say, man, you shouldn't cheat on your wife. So, in the same token, this is your friend you've been knowing for a while or whatever. So, I mean, it, it, it is some. You do have some sure. influence there. Don't think that you don't. You know, well, or, I just or, or be a friend and find out. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, like I said, I gave him an hour. I, well, I didn't hang up the phone on him, on him, nothing like that. But I was just trying to to figure out some kind of way. I just thought it was going to be a great show. If he came on, I was like, oh, this is great, dude. But yeah. as we talked and we continued to talk, I was like, I can't. I can tell you why your man or why you feel insecure sometimes when your man look at fine women. Because I look at fine women, and he's supposed to look at fine women. But sound like his man. Sound like his man. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, so it was, no, nobody it was, know their role in that relationship. Right, <laughs> man still looking at women. Oh man! See, unless we, but I, I just bring them both. And, and, bring them both on. <laughs> 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 they both married so, men. Bring them both on. <laughs> if I can, if and, and then I will call him back, and 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 after I apologize, you know, um, I will see how we can help, and then I will give you guys the uh, questions that he was giving me, and I will watch you scratch your head and and do backflip, <laughs> bite your knuckles as I was, as he was asking me these cringing questions that I didn't know the answers to. Hey, let's not do that. How about we if we've exhausted. Uh, a lot of that tonight, <laughs> and let's be done with it. You know what I mean? I mean, I really believe that, you know, he reached out to you um, for guidance. Mm. He wasn't talking to you by by mistake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So as a friend, you know, sometimes we got to be a friend. Sometimes we even got to put the Bible away and just talk. Just be a friend. And just be a friend, man, because, you know, the man of God, you know, it's a difficult task to be that guy, you know, because yeah. you're fighting your own demons inside. You're like, man, I want to I wanna tell them what the words say, but I know that's going to scare them away. You know, a lot of times they don't come to you for that. You know what I mean? There's a Bible. The Bible is the top-selling book of all time. Anybody can get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If they want to read it, they'll just go to, to, to a hotel and grab one, pick one for free and steal it. 
and read it. You know, we don't have to be that person. We can say, okay, just tell me. Let's just talk. What's going on with you? And you may be more help. You know what I mean? Because a person in a situation like that, I guarantee they haven't got the best information that they could possibly get because of their situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, half yeah. the time, even with you being in the closet for all that time, so you're you living a double life. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, you, I mean, what you were saying is that y'all were passing girls, so that that, that was just a... A, a, a cover to some extent. That's a cover. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He didn't know how to tell you, and you found out because he was on national TV. Right. I mean, that's a different yeah. way of coming out, but I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. So yeah. Well, so. this was a this was a eye opener for me because my 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 ear gates and and all my gates <laughs> was definitely set out to certain things because I, I just I'm not a compromising person. Well, I'm, I'm not going to compromise certain things, and that's one of the things that I wasn't. But you guys have definitely, like I, and I'm the host, and I've learned some things, and I, <laughs> you guys, you know, um, I have to change certain tactics or have a different tactic or approach when I'm dealing with certain people and have to be sensitive towards everyone's needs uh, as as heart wrenching as it may be to my to my spirit or to me, I have to learn, as we all do, how to uh, be able to conquer everybody and and get everybody a seat in the heaven. Yeah, sure. So, sure. Uh, I, and so, I, so. I love this show, man. I I love you guys, and, and man, you have uh, definitely helped me out tonight. And and I hope other people were blessed by not just this part of the conversation, but the conversation of insensitivity towards yep. your mate and yep. everything. It is about that time. If anybody else don't have anything to say, you know, I do. I just else? got one thing to say. I got yes, one sir. thing, and I don't want to get too too. Yeah, well, I got to get. I, I used to tell my children when they would go out, and they had to make a decision in life. And I would say, before you make the decision, ask yourself, what would my parents do? Mm. What would my parents think? Before you make this, and that would pretty much help you get through that difficult decision because you already know how we think, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes I think as men of God, when we get into certain situations, we want to do the textbook thing all the time. Yeah. But I think we have to sum back up and just say, what would Jesus do in this situation? And the Bible speaks of countless times where Jesus has stepped out and went to the leper and went to the tax collector and went to the person that people said, no, why are you talking to him? Right. Why are you associating yourself with that person? But he, but he had, a, he knew the outcome that they didn't know. You follow what I'm saying? We don't mm-hmm. know that gentleman's outcome, but Jesus does. So... Again, when you sit there and say, well, what would he do? He would never tell him, look, man, I ain't got no time for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, I, he ain't going to be like, nah, dude, I don't speak your language. Nah, you, why, I can't relate to that. He'd be like, sit down, man, let's talk about it. Right. That's true. Yeah. And yeah, what I mean, it is what it is. What, what did he say to y'all? You said those that need a 
those that are well have no need of a doctor. It's those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. But sinners. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. And we got, and, and, and I mean, it is what it is, man. That's our life. We all in that category. Whether we gay, whether we look at pornography, whether we whether we cheat, whether we look at the big booty Judy at the job with lust mm. in our heart. I mean, it is what mm. it is, dude. Oh, but we cool. still, at the end of the day, we need somebody to say, hey, guess what, man? Come on, let's talk about it. That's what we do on this show. Come on, man, let's talk about it. <laughs> and, and that's and, that, and that's why you fellas are so so important because it, it's not like I mean you if you're not familiar with something and if you're not used to something, I just was not equipped to it was, to deal with twenty shocking factors at one time, and it sure. was just like. It was like too many needles in me, you know, and then it turned into bullet holes. And then I'm like, how do I? I thought you were bleeding on the side of, on the sidewalk. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but you hung in there for an hour. Yeah. You hung in there for an hour, so pat yourself on the back. You didn't turn away from them. Right. And guess what, Mr. Host? Now you're equipped. Now you're That's equipped. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See how that works? <laughs> yeah. Right. Now you're, you're equipped. Right. Now you can go back. Now you got some, you know, some ammo, some ammunition, and you know, yeah. and you're gonna go about. You're gonna approach it a totally different way. Where it may not be an argument, you may just have mm-hmm. a little lunch, a little yeah. cordial lunch, and and you know, do what y'all do, and it is what it is. Mm. Amen, brother. Would it be? Amen. So, Amen. That's awesome. Okay. Well, if, if that's all. We can. We're about to go into open mic where everybody will be unmuted and males and females alike can is freely to share their thoughts. So y'all have a good night.